forever. Dog. Tonight on the best show, we've got Chris Fleming going to be live in studio. We've got the wheel of topics. Every 15 minutes, a new topic when we spin the wheel. And if that wasn't enough to start the show tonight, the world premiere, world premiere of a new song by Islands. They've got an album coming out in August, August 25th. There's a new record called And That's Why Dolphins Lost Their Legs. And we are going to hear at the start of the show the world premiere of an amazing song called Life's a Joke. I want to start the show. Do you want to start the show? Start the show!
are back again on another Tuesday night here in June of 2023. How's everybody doing? It's the best show. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the show. I hope you're all having a a fantastic night here. Uh, Hot enough for you yet? (laughs) No, it's not uh, hot enough for you yet. Uh, It's June. It's June. It's already hot. Los Angeles finally getting out of the June gloom. I didn't know what the June gloom was. Now I do know what the June gloom is. It means it's cloudy every day until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then suddenly the sun says hello and then says goodbye. And then it's uh, cloudy again. But today it's hot. Yesterday was hot. I think Buster Poindexter was up in this piece, how hot, hot, hot it's getting. And it's only June. You get ready. You get ready for some heat. Tonight on the best show, the heat. Not the heat. We're bringing more heat than... Melissa McCarthy and Sandy Bullock and Paul, the the suit dude. What's the director's name? Suit Paul Suitman. I was over in the dapper suit on the set. The Heat. Paul Feig is his name. Paul McSoodleson. Um, I do want to. Uh, say tonight on the show we're gonna have chris fleming in the studio we're gonna do the wheel of topics every 15 minutes a new topic and what that means is the previous topic can keep going while a new topic has been added. So you get ready on the phones there, my friends. 201-989-0012. That's how you uh, get in on the action. And these topics, I barely saw this topic list. I'm just telling you. I'm going out on a ledge uh, with this, and it's going to be exciting. Dudio Fudio tonight. We got uh, our own Jason Dudio Gore is going to bring in a couple of his uh, fun food uh reviews looking forward to that um i guess i should say though uh on a more serious note just to start the show uh a friend of the show uh uh passed away uh his name was stanley stan i called him stan his name was stanley ipkiss I'm sure everybody knows. Um, uh, you might know him better as um, The Mask. And unfortunately, Stanley passed away two days ago. Uh, he fell off a uh, a tram, one of those suspended trams, like in the Spider-Man movie that they're fighting on. I don't think he was fighting Doc Ock. 
or Green Goblin, even though he wore green, uh, had a green mask that turned his face green. <laughs> I, it's sad when people make jokes like somebody did stop him. I don't appreciate that. This was a good friend of all of ours, Stanley Ipkiss. Uh, rest in peace. Stanley Ipkiss, you will be missed. Um, yeah. Let's try to, so in, in honor of our passing of our friend, Stanley Ipkiss, the mask, Stanley the mask Ipkiss. We're going to do the best freaking episode of the best show we've ever done tonight. Stanley, this one's for you, buddy. Wait, unless he's in hell, then I got to point down. Stanley, boo! This one's for you. Um, What do we got? What do we got? Let's start off the way I like to start the best show you know there's nothing better than a good connection with some good friends my friends being that's right hold on hold on my friends being mike are you here? Yes, Tom. How are Pat's you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Pat. Hey, Tom. How Pat, are you? Pat, you're here. Jason. Hey, Tom. One, two, three, and I'm four. That means it's time for. Ooh, it's not playing. Maybe it's broken. Maybe we'll never hear that theme again. <laughs> this feels planned. Rest in peace huh. to the. I can send it to you again. Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. I got it. I got it right here. I got it right here. If it's me and it's Pat and it's Mike and it's Jason, that means it's. Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four men. Horsemen. And that was it. I All right, Mike. Here comes the horsemen. <laughs> Got a little look behind the curtain there. Best show for horsemen. How's every? We got the horsemen together. What's up, uh, everyone? Doing good. How are you? Hey, Tom. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. What's uh? What's uh? What's shaking, gents? I know you guys covered this on Double Threat, but I wanted to talk to you about it. The um. What's that now? The comedy, comedy school boot comedy boot yeah, camp. Hold. hold on. With right. Leno. I was thinking, you know, you and I are here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Why don't we do it? Um, I'd say it's cost prohibitive for starters. <laughs> well, how much is it? It can't be that much. It was like, expensive. Really? Like $100? 80, 80 grand? 80 grand. $200? Okay, here. You want to know how much it costs? Here, comedy boot camp. $300? No, it was four figures. Are you? What? No. Oh, yeah. Jay Leno comedy boot camp. Let's see. Let me check how much this was. 
it was not cheap. Not cheap. I get Comedy a... fantasy camp is what they were calling <laughs> it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. It's three thousand dollars. I think it was. I think it was like three grand. Okay, that's yeah. what two two guys yeah. in a girl girl a pizza place says so on the three chat. grand to learn how to wine from Adam Carolla. I mean, if you if you guys give a boost on the Patreon, I'll do it. No, there's no boost that would get any of that money allotted <laughs> for that. Sorry. What if I did it and I came out just like Corolla? Like I came well, back. then I wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I'm like, I'm moving to Austin. I think you'll have a long, well, uh, yeah, go east, young man. That's all <laughs> I can say to that. Could you imagine comedy fantasy? It's it's nauseating, and also you don't need it. You might as well be holding your own comedy fantasy. Oh, camp. well, that's very sweet, Tom. Yeah, and uh, Pat, you can hold your own comedy fantasy camp, and Mike, you could do the same. What if we do our own? That's where we should be getting more. Is yes. Why don't we organize our own podcasting fantasy camp? Podcasting fantasy camp. <laughs> Let me just run a couple numbers here. Would uh. I think we might be looking at, uh, this is what I get when it's four horsemen. Hmm. But when it's three horsemen, it's a bigger <laughs> piece of the pie. Hmm. Any horsemen want to uh, sit this one out? No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to take anybody for a ride like that. What am I going to tell you? Oh, yeah. Uh, prepare and bring your best material. Do the kind of show you'd want to hear. <laughs> like, listen to what the big shows do and and f figure what makes them successful and figure your version of that out. That's right there. That's anything anybody That's would it. say at a, at a podcast fantasy camp. I just literally gave you the breakdown. Listen to shows. Don't rip them off, but see what makes them work. Do your version of it. Keep doing it. Make connections, say hi to people, be nice online, and then they thanks for coming by. Four grand. No, no, and you get to play pickleball with us. You At, get to play pickleball. Pat, with that us. is the angle we were looking for. You get to play pickleball yeah, you gotta, you, with the four horsemen. You gotta sell the sell the camp angle. Yeah. Mike. Is there really much of a market? I mean, it seems like everybody's doing podcasts. So, like, who yeah, had, who's exactly. not doing the podcast? Everybody's yet. doing it. I know, Mike. Because <laughs> look, look, even even on this show, even on this show, on this line right now, there's eleven podcasts between us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And you're, that's not even like a crazy number. No, no. It's probably low. Jason's got his freaking hawk thing, one hundred eight point nine hawk. Mike has egg foo what? So there's two. There's the best show. You're all on the best show. There's right. three. Really? There's double threats. Four. Ahoy. Five. Uh, meet my friends. The meet friends. my friends. Six. It racks up very quickly. So far, Ruben S. Seven. Make, eight. Make Mike Marvel. Make Mike Marvel. Nine. Right best there. Best show book club. Best show book club. Ten. Yeah. I had a mover. I had a mover. Slice, help me move. Slice of life. Slice oh, of uh, life. Eleven. Eleven. And, and I want to talk about slice of life uh, shortly. What was that, Mike? You had a mover. 
I had a mover helping me get some stuff out of Bayonne. He had a podcast. I mean, it's like everywhere I go. What was his about? Are, it, was a, it was a sports podcast thing. Oh, see, I was hoping it was about moving. No, <laughs> that would have been interesting. I right? would love yeah. that. I just want to it say was... this before I forget. We heard the Islands song, Islands. It's called Life's a Joke. They've got a new album called That's Why Dolphins Lost Their Legs. It comes out on Elf Records in August, August 25th. Love it so much. So Love good. it. I've heard so much uh, stuff that's uh, hardly the the uh, only good song on it. It's a wall-to-wall hit. You think you're listening to freaking Raspberry's greatest hits. It's like listening to... Uh, a different class or something where you're like is this a greatest hits album no car's first album so so this mover what kind of podcast is what kind of podcast does this mover do i think it was a sports related possibly even sports betting you know that's a big thing now so mm-hmm. that actually would raise some flags to me to be just like this guy's a sports bet. Well, I've got to make sure he make sure he doesn't open any drawers in my house. And like, if he's up against <laughs> it, you know, he's 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 worried that the the Orioles uh, didn't <laughs> Orioles didn't cover the spread. <laughs> now, no, it was it was it, you know, I had a very smooth experience with him. I, I recommend him to anybody in that area who needs a mover. Right, so are you me up? Take it easy. Are you done with Bayonne now, Mike? Is it is it over? Uh, I'm thinking the end of July. Okay, July will be my last month. It's the end of you an know era. what that? Wow. Do you know what that mover should do? Is he should advertise his moving company on podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he'd be playing both games. Did he give you any good uh, any good tips, Mike? <laughs> give you any good tips? Any, I didn't ask him for any tips. No. Yeah. Hot sauce Magoo in the seventh, <laughs> right? Oh, you can't beat hot yeah. sauce, Mike. It's a it's a dirt track, and uh, it's, uh-huh. it's a little weather's a little humid these days. Uh, hot sauce Magoo runs better on a dirt track when it's a little the when the when the track's a little clumpier. I love when Sweet. when these guys go to the track and they're just like they got all their things, and I I saw the jockey as a thing, and then. Then they go, and then there's just like total amateurs at the track who just go, I like the name of that horse because I like flowers. And then that yeah. horse wins. And yeah. then yeah. they're just like, they're, they've got their scientific thing laid out and every oh. angle figured out. And then they just realize anything can happen. Exactly. That's why they call it gambling. That's why they call it gambling. I didn't want to say it. Uh <laughs> Do you, do you have a go-to fake horse name, Tom? A hot sauce Magoo. Yeah, it has to be hot sauce Magoo. <laughs> what about you, Jason, Mike? Um, going apes. Going apes. Going apes. It's a really good horse. If there's a horse with Mike in its name, yeah, I generally sure. Mike Lisk the horse. Mike Lisk, Mike Lisk the horse. Very, very fast. I'll uh, say this. If anybody owns horses out there and wants to name a horse after any best show or best show related think please this would be the greatest moment of all of our lives the top of that pyramid would be mike lisk the horse <laughs> mike lisk colon a... the horse mike lisk the horse in the lead and we got mike lisk coming down the hot sauce magoo's coming down coming down and coming around the third stretch here we got a uh, pickleball 
turning the corner. We got uh in fifth. We got uh, uh going apes. Going apes coming around and it looks like it's pickleball. Pickleball and hot sauce magoo. Pickleball and hot sauce. Mike Lisco horse is coming through. Mike Lisco horse pouring it on down the home stretch. I wanted to be a horse name. <laughs> Soon to be glue. Oh, Pat. Well, that's gruesome. That's too far. That's gruesome. But Pat has that kind of macabre humor. Real, He's man. like a. It's real. See, it's that's real. the thing with that's, Pat. Yeah. That's the thing with Pat. It's a dose of reality with Pat. Now, Pat, you mentioned pickleball. Let me just say this. Yeah. This is how my life has gone. I lived a long life. Never once heard of pickleball. One time. Eight, a year and a half. No, a few years, a couple of years ago. Started seeing signs during pandemic. Park is closed. Can't go on the uh, slides. No pickleball. I'm like, pickleball? Then, pandemic lifts. Did everybody get some pickleball kit sent to their house or something? Because suddenly, oh, pickleball. I'm going to go play pickleball. Do you play pickleball? I play pickleball. I was playing pickleball the other day. Suddenly, everybody on Earth is playing pickleball. I don't even know what it looks like. What does it look like? I only... I only knew it from gym class. We played it in gym class. I thought it was the dumbest game ever. I thought it was hard to play. You whack a wiffle ball with a wooden paddle, and somehow you're supposed to endure a game. It's really it's not it, easy. Does it have like a tennis net? or like? Now, people are clogging yeah, up all like these tennis, tennis courts. They're all clogging up these tennis courts with their pickleball now. Imagine these tennis players are furious at the pickleball <laughs> people. I'm sure they're just like, this is a tennis court, uh, not a pickleball court. Thank you. I'm waiting for for the giant parachute to come back now that now that pickleball is in fashion. The giant. I think, I think parachute. the paddles. Is this a gym class thing? Yeah, <laughs> gym class. You get the you get the giant parachute that they bring out when the school's almost over for some reason. Giant you know? parachute. Who's your, who's your teacher? How did... Cooper? No, we, yeah, I, I had the pa- I had the parachute experience. You, I never had the parachute. You guys are gonna have to explain this. A parachute. Well, I, I thought that when that when that book came out, what color is your parachute? I thought it was very confusing because the one we had in gym class was multicolored, and I was like, "What do you mean?" I thought mm-hmm. they were all like rainbow colored. What yeah. do you sit under it? What class. do you do with it? Do you jump off of a, a bridge? No, with everybody, it? everybody grabs an end. Everybody grabs an end. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, hands across America and, and you, you go in really fast and you pull out really fast and it goes, Whoa, it goes high. It goes Does low. Somebody go in the middle or something or for the, no. Nope. Yeah. Are you launching somebody That'd into the dangerous. air? It's, it's honestly a way for the gym gym teacher in on June first to kill twenty five minutes. Yeah, I no, think. this it's sounds just, like it doesn't do it. It serves no purpose educationally no, no. or not. We didn't do this it in Virginia. Do anything, and then you would go inside of it, right? You remember when you you'd go inside the parachute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look look at the comments. Parachute is real. Yeah, well, we uh, did it. people remember the parachute. And I'm old. Is that the same thing, Mike? You went in and out. And you well, all you like, raised it, you know, you brought it down. It's, I guess it's kind of exercising your arms, you know. Um, and then, yeah, yeah then you'd pull it over you and you would get inside the thing. All this yeah, feel, it sounds like to me is at one point, the governor of New Jersey, probably <laughs> uh, Tom Kane or somebody or 
God or, or Brendan Byrne uh, purchased a bunch of uh, army surplus parachutes and then <laughs> yeah. sent them to every school just saying it was like, yeah, parachutes. So uh, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Figure a thing <laughs> out. Does have the kids pull it back and forth or something? Someone in the chat, North Carolina did the parachute. Yeah, and Jason, to be fair to Jason, down in West Virginia, they did a thing called coal ball. Oh, they, God. Rooster's Creek was all about coal ball. They took their coal, and they and they and all it was was a piece of coal, and yeah. you threw it around. Yep. It was very and if you sad. can catch it in your mouth, you get to keep it. If you catch it, you keep it. We got St. Louis, Kansas City. Everybody's got the parachute. Great. Yeah. Well, Pat, watch out! Pick a ball, then parachute. I think you figured out Man a new order. documentary. Parachute. Why don't you tell the story of the parachute, the gym class parachute? Maybe this is your your Patreon I'm not, podcast. I'm not joking, Pat. I think you just carved out a little angle here. This parachute thing has got people talking. <laughs> This is your uh, octopus's brother or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> this little parachute thing's got people talking. Pet yeah, birds. Parachute. Parachute. Country. Yeah. Parachute. Yeah. Parachute country. But I just <laughs> want to say this about pickleball. I'm sick of hearing about this pickleball. Uh, and I also am weirdly intrigued by it, too. Okay. I'll admit it. I kind of want to try it once. And I don't like it already, but I do want to try it, and I'm excited about it. Oh, my gosh. It's a swirl of emotions. There's a photo just put up of of a rainbow parachute, everybody inside of it. But everybody's sitting. They're not holding it. Is it being pumped like one of those, like a bounce castle? I I don't remember. Well, that's the early part. Before you get in inside, you're you're raising it, you're lowering it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get inside, you know, and it's... I don't remember. You have a chat? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I love it. Parachute, Pat. I want you to figure some kind of thing out. You've got got the, the inside track on this. Clearly, it resonates with everybody. Parachute Pat could be a horse name, too. Parachute Pat coming around the track. (laughs) Up against Mike Lisk, the horse. (laughs) <laughs> Mike, what about this as a name for a horse? Fun pack. Fun pack. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah, I bet on that. <laughs> You'd be the track. You'd be just like, yeah, give me a hundred on fun pack in the fifth. That horse has Tootie something show. special in the middle. <laughs> Two to show. <laughs> fun pack. Well, speaking of fun, it's going to be a fun show tonight. I am going to need the help. Of my uh, horsemen with some of these topics are going to be a little rough to navigate. I might have to check in with the horsemen, but until then, horsemen, stand down and stand by. Now, everyone, here's some exciting news you've all been waiting for. The best show is taking a two week break, two week break. For the next two weeks, I'm going away. Tom's going away. Where is he going? Mm, You'll find out. I don't want to get taken, so I'm maybe not going to tell you all. Not looking to get taken. 
And uh, just so you know, I have a motorcycle gang is watching my house also, so don't mess with that neither. But this is not, uh, I'm not gone. The entertainment is not over just because I'm away. Amazing. Next week, Tuesday, June 27th, Mike Dudio, Pat, Brett Davis, maybe Andrew, I don't know, some special guests, all sorts of stuff, doing a live slice of life over on the Patreon, taking your calls, they got some things up their sleeves, it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's only for people who subscribe to the Patreon, five bucks and up, and if you can't watch live, the video is going to be available on the Patreon, so you mark your calendars next Tuesday. There's no best show, but there is a live slice of life, June 27th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the uh, the best show Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the best show. Very simple. And we're also going to put some uh, some pretty amazing uh, best of episodes up on the podcast feed for the next couple of weeks. There's also going to be some bonus stuff going up. We got Make Mike Marvel. We got uh, Four Horsemen. We got uh, the final episode of Ahoy for season one just went up. Uh, so much stuff. S&W Q&A. There's going to be new ones of those. Uh, so, so much coming on. Every Sunday, great, new, exciting, original programming over on the Patreon. You can't beat it. Now, here's the big news. That was big news. Here's the bigger news. Finally, the Best Show t-shirts are available for pre-order starting right now. You go to Best Show for Life, and that's the number four, Life dot myshopify.com we got two shirts there's the classic best show logo on black there's the new west show logo on white we're what well, this is how we're doing it pre-sales from now until friday july 14th gives you a little over three weeks to get your order in we will have overstock available after that, but whatever we got is what we got. There are no guarantees we will have what you want in stock. So you want to be a part of the pre-order. Everybody that buys anything in the pre-order gets whatever they order. Everybody else, it's kind of a roll of the dice with the inventory. Uh, these are high-quality shirts. We got a screen printer here in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, we got a... Our, our buddy Josh over at A Bad Village. Amazing screen printing. Can't wait. There's going to be use sizes available for the classic shirt. That's the one on black. Everybody can check it out. Best show for life. That's best show number four life dot myshopify.com. You get your shirts. The pre-sale goes until July 14th. They're going to start getting shipped out in early August. And we'll to give you specifics as we get them. But the thing to know is the shirts are up for pre-order for only three weeks. Then they're gone. Three weeks. You want to get in on the action with that. Don't 
sleep on it. You will regret it when you are at your church and everybody's wearing a cool Best Show shirt. You're going to regret it. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. I think that's all the announcements we got. I am going to see what's going on. We got hot phones tonight, too. We got hot phones. Hot phones always. You can count on our best show, 201-989-0012. Let's go to the hot phones right now and say, hello, best show. What up, Tom? Hey. Schwartz and Druber calling from from Newbridge. What's going on? Not a whole lot. What was your first name? Uh, Ricky. Ricky, I thought I didn't mean Ricky, Ricky Schwartz and Drupal. I didn't mean to talk over you. How are you? That's okay. I'm I'm doing good. You know, uh, spring's kind of sprung. I guess we're we're past spring, or, or we're we're in the thick of spring. We're getting it's getting hot, but uh, doing doing good. A lot of news happening. Oh my god, every day is crazy, right? It really is a wild time to be alive. It is, yeah. Um, look, I know this is a controversial take, but, um, I really think that last night was the night that Trump finally became president. He did an interview with, on, where was it again? Fox? A uh, uh, Fox with this guy, Br- Brett Baer, who was really tough, but gosh, Trump looked great. He didn't look, he, he didn't look at all terrified or consumed with keeping history's most massive house of cards from burying him at any second. It's really impressive. He's so he's really, really, uh, you're really blown away by him there, huh? Yeah. He was in full control the whole time. Very presidential, especially when he said things like, um, those boxes were, were full of all sorts of things. They were my boxes. I had every right to keep them. My stuff was in them. I wanted to look through my boxes. I mean, that's a president, Tom. Yeah, no, it's it's very distinguished. I guess is the way I would describe it. Very, yes. I mean, I could see every president who's ever has ever been president doing that. I mean, I can see Truman doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ike. Lincoln, yeah. And just being like, those, it's my stuff. I want to look at it. I want it. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. But look, I I, I don't want to get too too into politics. I I know it's a a fun show. So so it's a big anniversary day today. I'm not sure if you're aware or not. 
What what uh what is it? Forty eight years ago today, Jaws premiered. How many years ago? I think it was forty eight. Wow! It was seventy five, right? Right? Yes, Jaws was nineteen seventy five. That's wild. The, the first the first blockbuster, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's the that's the one that changed everything. Yeah, I think it was that was the first one, and the second one was Basket Case. I don't know if Basket Case would have would have if you could rank that a true blockbuster. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I'm thinking of It's Alive. Remember that it's kind of a similar uh, conceit, right? Um, not sure that qualifies as a as a a pure blockbuster either. But all right, well. Getting back to, to Jaws, it 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 uh, it did give us what I consider the fifth most iconic film line in history. Oh, what's that? Well, first I want to say I'm I'm not talking about you know the one that everyone likes to quote that that's uh, you know the thing about a shark got dull lifeless eyes like a doll's eyes. Which is a good line, but yeah. not that. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. Um, well, let's thank you. Thanks. Let's do one, uh, one to five. So we'll start with the most iconic line of all time. I think we could all, all all agree is we like to send out a mailer from National Lampoon's Vacation, right? In terms of the greatest movie li- lines of all time. Yes. Yeah. So that's number one. Uh, number two, of course, I want to say Mason from the, the Martin Short vehicle, Clifford. Yes, um, yes. Great one. Number three, I love you, Ma. I want to be with you. That's Goodfellas. Goodfellas, of course. Um, number four, It Don't Work, Kill the MF, which is, of course, from, I know it's a favorite of yours. Death Wish 3, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number five, getting back, circling back to our, our uh, topic. This boat needs to be way bigger, sir. I didn't remember him going she at the end of it. But because he, he, he has that he has that huge cigar, remember? That's right. It could be one of those things, you know, when you hear the thing and you think you memorize it a certain way and then you hear you actually check it out and you're like oh i got it almost right but it was a little different i guess the the shay is the part i'm i think right is it you're sure you got that right i i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure but uh you know how how uh bruce the shark was mechanical you know yes bruce wasn't supposed to be mechanical okay what was he supposed to be? Um, Spielberg wanted Carl Malden to play the shark. He really? He did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that would have worked, but from what I heard, it got as far as Malden taking water thrashing lessons for a couple weeks. But then that's really interesting. Those that's the kind of behind the scenes stuff that makes you just love movies yeah 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 it's uh it, it, it it's uh it's wild and um 
Can I talk about something else wild that happened the other night? Yeah, yeah. I would love it. Well, it was Sunday night, and I went to a Ratmen baseball game. Oh, wow. You saw the Ratmen. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't a whole lot of us there, right? No, Ratmen are bad this year. I what is their record? I think it's like three and fifty-two. Yes, it is. And which is weird because it's not their worst showing ever. No. At this point in the season. <laughs> no, they've been worse. <laughs> so you went to a Ratman game. Well, uh, that must have been cool. Yeah. Yes, it, it, was, it was fun. It was pudding night, you know, where they give everybody pudding in, in those little miniature batting helmets. Remember, we used to love eating, eating Sundays out of them when we were kids. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. To get a little Ratman helmet and it's filled with pudding? Yeah, that sounds like yeah. heaven on earth. Yeah. Right? So it was until they ran out of the helmets. Okay. Well, so what what they, happened? They had maybe. Well, they had, they had maybe. I would say there's probably 1,500 people in that stadium. It holds like 10,000. So there, it wasn't a big turnout. But they only had about 500 helmets, which is weird. So basically everybody else who didn't get a helmet, they were just holding their hands out in front, like almost like, please, sir, can I have more? Remember that? Yeah. What was it called? Oliver Twist? Oliver Twist. Yeah. So he's like, please, sir, can I have, I want more, please. Yeah. Yeah. So people were just standing there getting vanilla pudding ladled into, <laughs> into their cupped palms. Oh, that's, it was it was really it was sick. It, it, it seems a little sick. Yeah, yeah. What? So vanilla pudding splashing everywhere. You know, just yeah. white pudding. Tom, um, it was a lot like that erotic movie from the nineties, Willy Wanker and the Factory. Yeah, Maybe I had, I had, I had to I had to cut that one little. Yeah, um, that was. Uh, well, you brought back a ton of memories by mentioning that movie. I haven't thought about that in a million years. Yeah. Um, that was always yeah. on cable yeah. at night. <laughs> Sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it, but, what? What night was? Game, what yeah. night was the game? Sunday. It was hot. Very hot. Really hot. So everybody's got pudding in their hands on a an unusually hot night. Hot pudding hands. That sounds like a song by a band I've never heard of. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like someone would do a song called Hot Pudding Hands. I don't know if I want to even know who that band is. Same. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've never heard of them. Um, so the baseball game was eventful in, in that Gus Brennan fell asleep at the plate. Gus Brennan, the, who's holding the record for most consecutive games for the Ratmen, yeah, and he's playing. And people yeah. who maybe don't live in the in the Newbridge area and they don't know, he's been doing this for a long time, and it's it's like ceremonial at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, he's barely there. I I, I think he's seventy, maybe at least, right? And, and he fell doing as- a long time. He fell asleep at the plate. 
Well, that's a new low even for Gus Brennan. Right? Yeah. He was so asleep, but he was standing. Nobody wanted to wake him. So after after that three minutes, they wheeled out his cot that he sometimes sleep. You know, he sometimes lays in when he's in left field. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he just slept the rest of the game at the on deck circle. Oh, that's that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. But the crowd was really respectful and, and they were pretty quiet for the rest of the game because they, they didn't want to wake him. And he, he didn't. He never woke up. He never woke up. No, I mean, I mean, he's alive. But, OK, but he, OK. He slept for the entire game. OK. Right. Well, so after the. After the game, right? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ricky. So after the game, I'm walking to my car. It's a couple blocks away, and I hear the sound of footsteps behind me, right? Yeah. And I look back, and I see this, this tough guy about 10 yards behind me. And he, he must have seen me leave the game or something, probably saw I was an easy target to mug and he's got these three miniature baseball helmets in one hand and he's clinking them together. Like that boy in the warriors who says, um, For what? And the girl asks him if he's going to pay for his candy. Remember him? Yes, I do. Wow. That's, and this Terrible. is what you hear behind. It's terrifying. Clinking the clinking. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was really, so I start running. And I start running a little harder, but I, I don't run much. So I, I tripped and I landed on my back. So I'm facing up uh-huh. and the guy, the guy gets to me and, and he kind of gets on top of me and he says, just do what I say and I won't shoot you. And I, I didn't see a gun, but you know, I thought I, sh- you know, I should better go along with this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, who knows, you know, so pretty scary, right? That's scary. That's seriously scary. Yeah. Tom, I don't know where this came from, but I look him in the eye and I say, oh, yeah? Well, I did ayahuasca last week, and I was shown that my life ends in a water skiing accident in Seabridge in May of 2034. That's what you said. I did, and he's looking at me like, what the F? Like, who? what is this? Yeah. How does this guy know this? Right. And then I did that. I did that thing that Chris Walken does in in the dead zone. Uh huh. I, I, I grab him, by I grab him by the arm and I, I go, I go into this trance. I shut my eyes and I say, I was shown that yours ends in 30 seconds. If you make the wrong decision. Right? Crazy. And, and he got so scared, he bolted upright, gave me his wallet, and he ran off. He gave you his wallet? Yeah. Wow. It was the weirdest thing. I, I, he, thought, he thought I was some kind of sorcerer, you know? Okay. Like, How does this guy know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's intense. Um. Yeah, Tom, I pulled that out of my ass. I made the whole thing up. What what whole thing? All of it. 
What do you mean? The stuff you said to him? Yeah, that. Um, also, uh, going to the baseball game, the pudding, uh, Gus, Gus Brennan falling asleep and, and getting mugged. Why? Oh, so wait, that's what you, that's, you just made all, I, you were, oh, I thought you were making up the fact that you, with the ayahuasca thing. No, pretty much everything I said was made up. So you just lied a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to F with you. I don't know. Oh, I, that's not cool. I'm sorry. But, but hey, there, there is a reason I'm calling, and it, it, it's because I need some career advice. Oh, okay, okay, sure, sure. What what can I all do right. for you, Ricky? Well, oh, okay. Uh, all right. I um I see your production staff did an image search for my name. It's it's pretty un, uh, uncommon name. And they posted pretty much the only photo of me that does come up on a search. Um uh, this this photo was taken moments after I led the Newbridge High wrestling newts to a oh my god victory at the at the regionals in 2005, right? So I I was pretty out of control uh huh about my victory, and I I went up and I grabbed the the scorer's microphone to say how this was a victory for all of Newbridge and that margs are on me at Los Amigos that night. Mm-hmm. Is, is this still weird that the drinking age at, Drinking age in Newbridge is still 16. Isn't that weird? It's, it is very weird. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, that's why I'm, I'm bellowing in, into, that, into that microphone. And that, that, that night, that victory, that might have been the greatest event uh, of my life, Tom. I, I still think about it all the time. It's kind of, it's probably like that night that you met Marshall Crenshaw and he was super nice to you. Well, I mean, he wasn't really, I wouldn't say nice. Wait, hold on. I saw this yeah. thing. I thought they were just running. This is the picture. I thought they were, I thought the, the crew was putting different. That's you. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. It was really sweaty. I mean, you, Ricky, you know, you know who you look like, right? Well, well, I, I do as of a week ago. It's it's the rock singer Glenn Danzig, right? Oh yeah. No, this is yeah. It's it's wild. This is not even close to being like a Quinn. This yeah. is this is dead on. It is. Yeah. Uh, um. Can, can I nutshell the situation for me, if you don't mind? Oh yeah, please. Now I'm now I'm in. Yeah, now I'm intrigued, even more intrigued. Okay. I mean, well, well, sure. I'm I'm a pretty average thirty two year old dude. I I didn't go to college. I, I'm a worker and proud of it. I do muffler installations at Muffler Village. Um, I've got a terrific wife and two great kids. Uh, it, it's it's actually kind of a funny story how. My wife, Deirdre, and I got together. Um, it, it, it'll take like 10 seconds to, to tell you the story. It's kind of funny. Can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear it. 
So she worked at this diner I'd go to on my lunch break back around probably 2011 or so. And we banter and stuff, but I never got the impression she capital L liked me, even even though I'm sure she knew I had a massive crush on, on her. But uh, so one day I'm leaving the diner after having a really fun time bantering with, with Deirdre. And I, I walk out and I turn to my right. So now I'm looking directly into the big window at the front of the restaurant uh, so I can see my table, the table I had just been sitting at. And standing there are two of the other waitresses at my table, doubling over in laughter, watching Deirdre do the most comically exaggerated, I don't know how else to say it, but fellatio gesture I've ever seen. It, it was it was so weirdly unsettling, but it was also the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And I was like, oh, I guess maybe she does like me. She didn't want me to see it. But so I, I go back into the diner and I say to her, I'm never going to find anyone as messed up as you. And we should probably get married, right? And she goes, okay. And we did. Wow, Ricky, that's a... That is a, that's a weird one. And I mean, congratulations. I wouldn't see that Um, going that way. No, no, no. I just thought, Oh my God, I'm never going to meet someone who has the cojones to to do that. Anyway. So conversely, I'm in mucho Dutch with her right now. Okay. Mucho, mucho Dutch. Yeah. Tell me. Mucho Dutch. I guess that's Spanish. Okay. I, I don't know if that's Spanish at all, but, um, might be. Could be. It, so, it could be, but I it actually, probably isn't. But go ahead. Could be. Well, who knows? So someone who speaks Spanish would someone who speaks Spanish would know. But please go go ahead. Okay, so I accidentally sent her a text that was meant for someone else. Oh no. Um, I'm not perfect. Okay, there's only one who was, but the text which read. I love what we did the other day, but please tell me, are, are you seeing someone else? That I sent it to Deirdre, but it was meant my girlfriend. Oh, Ricky, that's bad. I know, I know. So needless to say, Deirdre was livid. And man, when I found out she knew about it, I was like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, well, a deer, what's that, a deer where? Um, a deer and the headlights. You've never heard that before. A deer in the headlights is the expression. What do you, what do you think it is? A deer. Yeah. In, a deer. in the headlights. Oh, is that what it is? That is what it is. Yes. Oh, I thought it was like, it was a deer that had headlights so bad that the lice actually kept it from seeing. No, no, that's not it. Okay. Okay. So at this point I got to go into maximum butt saving overdrive, right? Okay. Sure. Sure. I am. 
I immediately called Deirdre and I say, no, no, you got it all wrong. I was texting you about who we were going to hire to build our mud room. Your mud room. Okay. Yeah. And then I say, it's just, I, I thought we agreed on Smurfweight construction, but it seemed like you wanted to see what other companies were out there. And when I said, I loved what we, we did on, on Saturday, I, I meant I loved how we spent all of that beautiful Sunday afternoon inside talking about our feelings. Okay. So this, and how much of this is, is, uh, true? Well, define true. Uh, how much? No, of all, the- everything I've said just uh, everything I've said now is true. Everything from when I said I I told, made up all that other stuff, to now is totally true. Okay, I I don't know. I mean, you all just right? okay, you you're telling me or you're asking me. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I'll, I'll take your word Deirdre for it. Let it. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Oh, thank you. Okay, so Deirdre, you know, kind of says, all right, but I can feel this is all about to come crashing down, Tom. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Uh, So in the meantime, I'm always on the lookout for more income, you know, because it's it's getting expensive. So a week ago, I was in the stockroom at Muffler Village, and it was a day just like Sunday, super hot. 90 degrees, no AC back there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm sweating like Craig Diller during the fifth pivot of the 2018 world series of tetherball, right? Like it's, it's hot. That's hot. It's real hot. Yeah. So all I'm wearing is my black work pants and my black work boots, no shirt, nothing else. All right. So, okay. and when I, when I sweat, like in that wrestling photo, my hair kind of comes forward and so it's in like almost a vampire sort of lock you know like a something like Bella Lugosi whoever played Dracula would would have right yes yeah it's um yeah it's a it's an it's called people call it the devil lock oh they do I don't like that at all okay I'll just call it a a D lock okay is that all right you call it whatever you want Ricky Okay, so it looks so much like a vampire that my teammates started calling me Count Pennington. Count Count Pennington? Pennington, like you pin your opponent? Oh, Pennington, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Coach Fannel had this idea for me to come out in a cape and say to my opponent, I want to pin your butt. That was your coach's idea. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was very awkward. And, you know, especially if I knew I was probably going to lose, it was even more embarrassing. Well, yeah, because you're making such a show of things and then you're not delivering. Yeah, yeah. But I I delivered a lot, you know, but the times I didn't and I did, I want to pin your butt. It was really, uh, it was cringe, you know, super. So, all right. So it's that super hot day a week ago. This car pulls up to the service area to get his muffler changed. Mm-hmm. The guy gets out of the car. He's staring at me. You know, I'm, I'm in my pants and boots, completely sweaty, shirtless. 
And this guy's looking at me like he's just found the Holy Grail or something. Okay. Drops to his knees and he says, Mein Führer, I don't know what is going on. Like, what? What? And he introduces himself as Sean and he says he's the guitarist in this band called Static Age. And they do a whole tribute to this band I'd never heard of called The Misfits. Sure, yes, The Misfits. It's a. You've heard of them. Of course I have. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, a big fan. So. So they're popular. They're they're kind of legendary at this point. Yeah, they're more than popular. Okay, okay, okay. I know you like music, and I, I wanted your confirmation on that. So Sean says they play punk rock, which I don't know anything about. You know, I, I honestly I don't really pay much attention to you know to the radio at all. My my favorite bands are a lot of things. My you know my dad turned me on to Ario Speedwagon, Journey, Boston, some Creed. Um, you know, the, probably the closest I come to hardcore punk is Night Rangers. You can still rock in America. Yeah, that's right? that's. that's I, I would say that's pretty far from hardcore punk. Oh well, it's really fast. Okay. Um, so anyway, Sean says that Static Age just lost their singer. This is really sad. He was involved in that terrible zipline accident over Lake Beat Bridge, mm-hmm. and they. They only found his forearms. That's terrible. It's sick, right? It's truly sick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Sean said because the actual Misfits only play a couple times a year, the demand for live Misfits is never... And he did, he, he put up his like quote fingers and he did hashtag quenched. Weird, right? Weird. Yeah. Anyway, so... He said, if he and the other guys can teach me how to sing and be a front man because of how close I resemble this George Danzig. Is it George? What is it? It's Glenn. Glenn. It's yeah. Glenn Danzig. We'd be, the no- we'd be the number one Misfits tribute in the world. Uh-huh. He's been bigger than 20 Eyes and, hi- and Hybrid Moments. Wow. That's, those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah. So it could be a real financial shot in the arm for my family and me while I still have a family, right? Uh huh. You mean before uh, everything comes look. crashing down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, yeah. So you know, I've never sung in my life. That's a real problem. I, I have no sense of rhythm or any understanding of how music works. So there's that. Basically, when when my junior high music teacher heard me sing the first day of music class, she, um, she asked me to pack up my books and stand on the school's roof for the rest of the day. Oh, that's 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 pretty extreme to make a kid I stand think on so. the roof. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I was. Yeah, I didn't think I was that bad, but I guess I was. So, you know, there's that. I'm also worried about my safety if I do take the job. These these mash pits. What what's what goes on in them? The a uh, uh, what now? They're called mash pits. Ma- mosh, ma- mosh pits. Spell it. M O S H. Oh, I thought it was mash. It's not mash. It's mosh. So are kids like stabbing one another? What are they doing in there? 
No, they just go in and they kind of just shove each other around and, and have fun. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds kind of neat. Well, that, um, I guess that's cool. But, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time identifying with the Misfits song words. You know, the lyrics, they're, they're about naming and causing trouble and basically not following society's mores or rules. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, and it's something you feel you you can't turn down the opportunity, though. Is that kind of yeah? And you know the the band's imagery it's pretty it's very dark, and you know I'm I'm not spiritual, but I'm very religious. You know, I love the um, I love the boredom, the creative senselessness of the church punishments, the cool robes, all of that stuff. It's just. I don't know. I'm fascinated by it. Sure, that's the part you like, but not the not any sort of heartening spirituality or or sense no. of a sense of guidance no. or comfort. Not at all. No, no. Yeah, I really don't. No, to each, to each their own. To each their own, Ricky. Thank you. Well, so do you think I could do it or not? Um, it good money, and and they they said I could probably keep my job at you know, the Muffler place. Maybe it's something you got to try and go for it. You look a lot like him. Yeah. I I know it's like maybe I should I should revel in it, you know, or 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 as uh you know, as Peter Kress said about his first success with with Kiss, I'm 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 going to lavish in it. Well, maybe you should lavish in it. Yeah. I think yeah, I I think uh I think that Oh no! Wait, what? What is it? Oh no! What? What is it, Ricky? <gasps> what? <gasps> are you? Are your breathing is very labored. I've got a heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh my god! What? What I'm looking at right now outside my window, Tom? Yeah. It's so frightening. It's rendered me incapable of delivering a clever comment about the best show being the favorite podcast of somebody who wants to kill me. Sure. <laughs> so that's how that's how stuck you are right now. That's how scared I am. Oh, Ricky, I don't know what to tell you. What's going on? I'm standing upright next to my lawn sprinkler system. <sighs> Are two severed forearms. Oh my god. Two severed forearms. Um the forearms want their gig back running static gauge. Oh no. <laughs> Ricky. I mean it's it's weird. I pay to see that. Right? Yeah. I mean it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, Ricky, you got this is a rough one, buddy. <laughs> I'm scared. And Tom, I'm worried that the forearms are gonna kill me and Deirdre and I won't be able to attend a very special showing of Albert Brooks Lost in America at Chicago's Music Box Theater at seven fifteen PM on July third. Yeah, you're worried about that, Ricky? Yeah, t- uh, yeah, tickets are on sale now. Yeah. Music box website. Well, Ricky, I uh, think, fingers crossed you can get through that. 
Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, the forearms are starting to tap on my window. Can you hear it? I can. I can. I hear them. I hear them oh, tapping. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to go and do whatever happens next. All right. Can you just say a little prayer for me? Oh, I am. I am right now. Out loud. Uh, Jesus Christ, please, Lord. I I got nothing else. I'm so sorry, Ricky. That's the best I can. Oh, that's enough. That's that's enough. That's enough. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Be safe. You have a good night. You too. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh no. (laughs) There it goes. Oh no. That. Well, Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Well, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall, and you know what? I believe we have a guest in the building, from what I'm being told. We can bring our guest in. It'd be a good time. Now, this is exciting. This is so exciting, because usually, I just want to say... Um, can you shut the air off also for a little bit? I feel like the meat in the Rocky movie. Um, no, I want to just say, usually, the guest we get. It's pretty bleak, usually. I, I, I can be honest. One's worse than the next. Once in a while, though, we throw out the lines. Zzz. Who's on that freaking orca? Chris Fleming is here. How are you? Uh, I was holding my breath. I didn't know if I was supposed to blow my intro. Oh, no, that's you. (laughs) How are you doing? This is so exciting. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's like 30 degrees in here. It is. I know. I feel like uh, it should be like good fellas when they're killing everybody and i'm like in the meat freezer in the meat freezer yes i'll be hanging you're just like, punching me in the sides like layla's playing as, <laughs> as i'm hanging in the yeah nah. it, i think it was an in jersey mics wasn't it that scene <laughs> I, it does it, it feels it actually weirdly invigorate is it is this like a kind of like a cold like a like a purposeful like a cold plunge. like a cold <laughs> you like seem cold. like that kind of guy look chris <laughs> your daily cold you read plunge. me like a book right <laughs> off the bat i'm freaked out a little bit you just you, eat only steaks you nailed it already crawfish in the in the in the freezing ice pool you know where i am every new year's day <laughs> 5 a.m down at the ocean, me and the other polar bears. Oh, I was talking more in the Rogan sense. You're talking in like the community. Cold, I'm talking the polar bear. Plunge. Me and the polar bears. <laughs> That's we, almost more twisted. Yeah. What would be worse is what worse would be is if you went down with the polar bears and then Joe Rogan was there. <laughs> if he emerged, if like his from the depths tank popped out of the <laughs> you, water, you see the shine of his bald head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's doing great now. It's very exciting. I forgot about the polar bear plunge because that's yeah. kind of the the that's like the a turkey trot equivalent is like the New Year's polar plunge, right? Yeah, where people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the worst part of the year over with." <laughs> I'm gonna already. get Gerardia. Yeah, <laughs> with my kids. Yeah, with my ripped kids. Yeah, my ripped kids. <laughs> you and the the uh liver king can be down at the oh, I forgot <laughs> remember that guy yeah well that was a fast uh rise and fall remember how he had to apologize to his liver queen and his, and his liver yes. twins yeah. yes oh and here comes uh look at this oh sorry See, this is <laughs> i'm how sorry it's done chris i thought i was getting the carson uh, there was something sinister about the we're carson thumbs up i thought it was a rapid up. yeah now chris fleming.com <laughs> At Chris Fleming, I'm assuming. What Chris Fleming Fleming.com. Chris Fleming Fleming. So somebody beat you to it. The paranormal activity man. Okay. Who I know. Okay. Well. Uh he's more famous than me. Wait, he's really good. Until tonight. <laughs> until tonight. This is when it turns. <laughs> this is when he you go up a little bit, you get the best show bump. He just, the natural law of order, he's sinking down a little bit, and then you're just going to look down at him. Oh, my God. This is my this Lizzo is in 2016. This is your Lizzo. Where's your flute? <laughs> I meant this. Now, um, you have one of those careers where it's like, it's a little challenging, I'm sure, in some ways, where it's just like, oh, I do I do a lot of different things. Mm, yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm a stand-up. I'm a carpenter. Yeah. I'm a carpenter. Like, Philanthropist. Like him, Thief. of course, the carpenter. <laughs> well, he was yeah. a carpenter With also. a capital H. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it is nebulous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 I actually could learn from you how to... If you're if you're about to do my dread my most dreaded question, which is how would I describe? Yeah, I I need it. I don't really. Know. Sure. Well, you so you mean if you're looking, it's just like who has a really confusing career? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh no, well this is this is how so much of my career went. Well, no, it's a uh, yeah, I write for uh, television as a day job, but I also do. Uh, well, it's a radio show, then it becomes a podcast, but it's live on Tuesday nights. Wednesday, it's a podcast, and it's callers, but some of the callers are fake, some of the callers are real, and then, it's a, yeah. and then they're just like... And the guy from the Mountain Goats is in it. And, the guy from the, and then they're just like, yeah, I think we're going to just hire somebody else. It's <laughs> yeah. a little cleaner. Yeah. Um, you're a multi-multi-hyphenate. I am. Uh, I appreciate you're that. A you're a full paragraph of, of hyphenates. Chris, I'm a hyphenate. If it was on a marquee, they'd have to switch a different. They have to put an eye on its side because they'd a run dynasty out of dashes. Typewriter. A dynasty typewriter. They're gonna run out of dashes. The whole block, all the way down to MacArthur Park. You leave a trail like a slug trail yes. of, of hyphens wherever yeah. you go in the parking lot. I was tripping, sliding over hyphens, sliding on the hyphens. Director of the Amy yeah. Man video. I couldn't yeah. get in. Well, you're very sweet. When you... I met you, you were. Uh, it was, we were back, it was like a Cartoon Network thing, and when you knew, that? you knew 2019, right before. This was at Hammerstein Ballroom. <laughs> was that right? Was it part of the, like the Comic-Con or something no, like no, that? No, no, this, we were about to do Voices for Adventure Time, the the, the newest one. You probably, you, it's probably, it was just a blip on your radar, but for me, this was big, and you I'm were holding court, you knew everybody. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were the, mas- the master then, uh, puppeteer. Then I said, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, you take the New Jersey, the boy out of New Jersey, but you can't take New Jersey out of the boy. <laughs> That's what it was. Cool. Just I apologize. LaCroix <laughs> sloshing. Just a giant. You were soaking wet. Yes. Yeah. But no, so, you were lovely and you uh-huh. and you knew everybody. And it was really cool. Well, that's very sweet. To, to see you in action. Because you do stand up. Yeah. You do a million different things on the internet. You got yeah. videos galore. You got your rants. And you're yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's twisting my <laughs> socks today. <laughs> that, got, that is, got, yeah. Yeah. That. You do voices on animated series, whether yes. it be. Adventure Time. Adventure Time. 12 Forever, which is yes. Julia Vickerman, who I am. Yes. Lady Betrothed. Friend. Yes. Yes. So a, a genius. She, she really is. She's yes. a very brilliant person. She painted the hallway there. Of all course she did. There, she of course did she did. That. She's incredible. Yes. She cast me as myself. I played a teacher named Mr. Fleming. Mr. Fleming. Yes. Yeah. yeah that was that was awesome. What if you were bad at it? <laughs> Mr. Fleming. And they're just kind of like. I think we got to go with somebody different for, for the role of Mr. Fleming for recasting. Or if he was really fucked up. The, yeah. ca- the character yeah, was yeah, like yeah. super. And you're just like, whoa. So this is what you think of me, eh? <laughs> yeah. So what do you, we are very similar in that regard. Then we're, we're just like, I'm just, it comes down for me, like personally, I just, I'm interested in a lot of different things. Yeah. Is that I, what it's like for you? Um. Well, I try to, I I think it's out of necessity as well. Like, it's okay. not like, I mean, if I was being kept busy with, if people were like, do this, I would do it. But no yeah. one tells me to do anything. So mm-hmm. I have to do several thousands different things. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of that. And then I get bored. So I'm like, let me try to make music. Let me try to mm-hmm. do this, something challenging, something yeah. that shouldn't exist. And so it, I try to keep it interesting and not formulaic. So it just ends up kind of, it's probably all very similar, but I think it turns into different things. I guess if it ultimately what it comes down to is it's you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I I like yeah, I think it's really cool. When how do you describe yourself and and your and your path and on all that you do? Cuz you don't you never did stand up, right? No. No, I never That's so nice. Yeah, it never appealed to me. No. No. I did, I started as a child. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think I ever would have. As a child. Well, a teen. Okay. Yeah. Like were you just like like how high was how how early were you? No, it wasn't that. Early. Oh, you weren't. No, like, the voice said. Okay, the voice is hey hit, hit like an alto. You guys sick of these uh, fruit by the parents? My parents are driving me nuts. Aren't chaperones the worst? <laughs> Anybody like these gushers? Yeah, it, I I would talk about people. Uh, it was it was like what a child would talk about, mm-hmm. like adults talking about when they see deer, and, uh-huh. and like it was a lot of like. <laughs> It was talking about like suburban adult. It was very fifteen year old, sixteen year old. Because so that's what you that's where you was that what your first thing, hey, I want to express myself, I'm gonna try that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I started in a, in a funky little club in Cambridge and there okay. was a bunch of strange performers. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was that kind mm-hmm. of also shaped it. Sure. Because my my influences aren't that strange, but mm-hmm. people describe it as strange what I do. I think I'm just, I think my, like, I'm real. I don't watch, like, really mainstream stuff. I think mm-hmm. I'm just missing the mark. Isn't that the most interesting thing when you're just kind of like, I'm not trying to, like, no. reinvent the wheel here. I thought I was, like, fitting in. I thought this was pretty clear. 
I think I'm just hitting my chin in the pool yeah, in my attempt. Just like, yeah. I'm like, my, I, I listen to like Matchbox 20 yeah. and stuff. And people are like, oh, you must love this Nordic <laughs> film from the 40s. Everybody's like, what planet is uh, Chris on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just like. I'm listening to Vertical Horizon and stuff. <laughs> I thought I was doing uh, something kind of like home improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make the flyovers <laughs> laugh, and I'm just missing. I'm, I'm just you're just I'm way fucking off it target. up. I'm yeah. way off. Yeah, oh, that's very funny. So no. I have to be like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are my people, the freaks. So when you put all of that into what a current 2023 stage show for you is. Mm. What are what 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 can fit? What can't fit? How yeah. do you fit it? Like, because mm. you want you just don't want to. I'm not. I know we're we're being kind of flippant, flippant about things. Because, but you are. We're being a little agnostic. There is one of you. Yeah. And uh, look, I wish there were more. I'm not going to say you didn't break them. Maybe you broke them all. I don't know. Between you and the mold, my employer. Um, I worked at a golf course when I was like fourteen, and my, okay. my employer, he said, "Chris, when they when they made you, they threw away the mold. They threw it away. <laughs> they destroyed it. So it's out there. It's just in the garbage. <laughs> they didn't break it. <laughs> the whole yeah. point is to break the mold. That way, nobody could dig it out of the trash and make another one of you. It's in the hands of the garbage <laughs> men somewhere and women in a. And you're talking New England." Massachusetts. Somewhere in Massachusetts. Is my mold. In the garbage No, they found it. They found it. (laughs) They're making more. I'm going to say this. Anybody in Boston, head to the garbage. You find the mold, (laughs) we're going to start making Chris Flemings. Yeah. Yeah. We got to. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, what, how do you fit everything into a show? And what is the, what's the show looking like in 2023? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So I I just, I shot a special, so I burned all my material Mm -hmm. in March and then. A theater in LA, uh, there was a miscommunication and I agreed to do a a show, Uh but what they thought was that I was going to do a new hour. So they were, they were saying a brand new hour of comedy from Chris Fleming. And so it sold out pretty quickly for my fans and I did not have this hour. No hour. No. How much were we talking about? Zero minutes. Zero minutes. I had, and and I heard Patrick Stewart was going to come. Okay. So I was, I was, I was at peace. I, Mm -hmm. I had to learn to be at peace. About bombing in front of Patrick Stewart for 60 sure. minutes. For 60 full minutes. We're that kind of thing where you look over at that digital clock and the yep. behind the thing and it's just like four minutes in. Yep. Eight, okay. o- eight 11. Yeah. 56 to go. <laughs> yep. And that's also just the legal requirement of what's been advertised. Like, yes. you know, if it was, everything's going well, you'll go past an hour. But <laughs> yeah. now you're just like 60 minutes. Yeah. I'm in the car. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't come, and and, okay. and it went well. And somehow, so now I have a new. It's a new forty-five. Okay, and it feels great, and the laughs are there. I hit. Mm-hmm. I'm a. It's a decibel quote. Okay. It's less about. I'll, I'll feel good if I have two songs mm-hmm. that are kind of surprising and unlike okay. things I've done. Yeah, yeah. And some. I. I. If I'm physical enough, mm-hmm. that's my big thing. I want to move around enough, and okay. if I do that, if I get sweaty, sure. I'm like, okay, we can start wrapping this up, mm-hmm. and then you know. If you get X amount of really high sounds and and applause, sure. then get out of there. Yeah, and it's and it feels new. That's that's my requirement mm-hmm. for a show. That's amazing. <laughs> this is great. And now you, I just want to say to get the official business. Oh, official business. Look at you. You are a pro. Thank you, Chris. People of Portland. The Aladdin Theater, July sixth. Two days after the fourth, you want to. 
Keep celebrating America. You go see Chris. Mm -hmm. Seattle, the Neptune, one day later, July 7th. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at that. July 12th, Milwaukee, the Turner Ballroom. Yeah, that one's not selling so well. Well, people of Milwaukee, you're missing the, the time of your life. <laughs> Some are calling Chris Fonzie 2023, and that's <laughs> Milwaukee. You don't want to miss Fonzie 2.0. Fonzie 2000. <laughs> Fonzie 2000. Yeah. Don't miss Fonzie 2000. And then July 13th, Minneapolis, the Varsity Theater. Thank you, Tom. And everybody can check that out, and they can find out more about it over at... Oh, ChrisFlemingFleming.com. That's right. We are doing a thing today on the show, and you, you tell me when you have to go. I know you have a big show tonight. You're... Oh, it's a little show. I heard you're, you're playing the uh, crypto.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Peacock. We have something called the Wheel of Topics. And every 15 minutes, we will spin the wheel and a new topic will be put on the board for the show tonight. Is that a real person? Uh, really? It is, yeah, yes. Oh, that's Brett. Yeah, yeah. It is. Spin the wheel. Yeah, the wheel's spinning. Oh, look, look at the production value yeah, that's on really this freaking show. Oh, no. What did the first topic? What did your uncle do? That sounds like a crime, right? I don't. What did your is, uncle do? Or like a, he knocked something over? Chris, <laughs> I'm hoping that's all your uncle did. <laughs> Look at the, on the If it could have only gone one further, it would have been Six Flags <gasps> horror, horror stories. stories. Oh. All right. I guess we got to talk. We can do both. Well, well let's, you're let's, the boss. Let's do the. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's start with what did your uncle do? I guess I, in the most. This is what keeps you around. You got you have a respect for order. You wanted to lean into chaos, but you, you. but yes. your respect for structure. I really am. Some say. Um, did it fall? Uh, no, they took it off. They destroyed uh, it. Okay. Some say I'm not unlike uh, the Joker or mm -hmm. Barry, where I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did All those strong it? archetypes. No, I, I, I haven't yet. I, I still haven't seen I The Sopranos. Him. I was still behind on Barry. I caught up. I'm behind on everything. Fred Duffy writes for Barry. I just, I just finished Better great. Call Saul. So I'm, I'm. So you're catching up. And yeah, yeah, wait yeah. till you watch Breaking Bad. Now you're gonna have the time of your life. What's Breaking Bad? <laughs> it's the next series of the Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, There's yeah. There's a guy yeah, named yeah, yeah. Tuco who is gonna blow your mind. What do you think his astrological sign is, Tuco? I diagnose him as a Cancer. He's so emotional. I'm bad with that stuff. I'll take your word for okay, it. Okay, you don't Tuco's do that. Oh, Tom, I think. Well, what you... do you think my sign is, Chris? Virgo. No. Capricorn. No. Libra, don't tell me you're a Gemini. No, no. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't say I'm good at no, this. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I just like it. It's uh, a water sign. Pisces. No. Uh, cancer. No. Uh, There's only like two left now. What's the sea goat? That's the Capricorn. Sea goat. Yeah, yeah. That's the one everyone wants I to think be. I want to be that one. One of the Obamas is a sea goat. Yeah. Uh, what are you? Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. You are? What's your birthday? I thought it was an air sign. Let's say it on the count of three. Three, two, oh, one. February, February 29th. 29th. Okay. Oh, so you are a highly marinated Aquarius. That, I'm a, thank you. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said. That's me. like a 98% purity. A highly marinated Aquarius. Yeah. So you're really flighty. So, you, so you're a leader. I might leave. 
<laughs> then I'll just be like, hey, I'm an Aquarius. I'm doing what I do. What else can I do? It's just me being an Aquarius. Yeah. Skipping I, town. I just love that cop out when people are like, there's this one total jerk back in New Jersey who I got in a thing with. Mm. And then he said to me, he was insulting me, oh. going left, right, ever saying I suck a hundred different ways. Jeez. Then he said to me, Hey, I'm Sicilian. What do you want me to no, do? No, it's no, like, no, no, that's, no, that's, that's, you can't well, hide behind you, a place. You can't hide. Exactly. And also, first of all, you're from New Jersey. You're not, <laughs> yeah. not like he just came over from the boot. Yeah. <laughs> You're from, hey, I'm Sicilian. Yeah. Like, I'm just here off the boat from Sicily. <laughs> Did you get into some shit in Jersey? Yeah. It's like you live in Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Get off. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine. New Jersey. I love New Jersey. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, little things here and there, but I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So the topic is, what did your uncle do? Yeah. Um. Do any of the guys on the line have anything horsemen here? We have the, the these horsemen. Hey, horsemen. Hey, Chris. What would you say about this? What did your uncle do? Uh, my uncle burned me with a cigarette when I was a child, and then he wrote a uh, guitar manual that nobody bought. Did wow. that inspire the guitar manual? Probably. Those two things sound very similar tonally. Yeah. That should I should be Batman or something. You that. should be... Guitar manual man or something. <laughs> yeah, you should volunteer at Guitar Center yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm. So, uh, first of all, I'm sorry. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Jeez. He burned you with a cigarette. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, three? Oh. And he burned my face. I have a little uh, scar right here on my face. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jason, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you asked what my uncle did. But at least he was bad at guitar, right? Actually, he's actually pretty good. Shit! What yeah. can he play? What's a, what song do you like to hear him play? Um, he can, he does a really good uh, "Black Water" by the Doobie Brothers. Oh, I love the Doobies. Right. Well, look, I, tell me, this uncle sounds pretty cool. Actually, <laughs> I, know. I know he hates little kids, he and he kids. plays, uh, <laughs> plays cool Doobie Brothers plays songs. Plays the Doobies. I'm listening, and he knows how to light a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, let's get this guy on the show. <laughs> Is wow. he still with us? He is still with us. Yep. Well, thank God he's still with us. We could have him here. I'm actually looking to form a Doobies tribute band and been looking for uh, a Jeff Skunk Baxter for it. I think I just found <laughs> oh, him. Oh, you'd be a great skunk. <laughs> what did Skunk Baxter do in the Doobies? He was the guitarist. He was the one with the beret and the, <laughs> the tinted shades, who turned out to be like some some like aerospace genius or something. Of course. Now, Pat, Mike, anything with your uncle? What did your uncle do? Anything? I... I read this as what did he do for a living? So yeah, yeah, sure. Well, it can be whatever. It's a wide open. Okay, so yeah, um, I have an uncle who is a stone fruit breeder, um, and he also breeds roses. So he's like an agricultural guy. So he breeds stone fruit. Now, a stone fruit, of course, is name some stone fruits, Pat. Peach, nectarine, plum. That have the the pit in it. The pit. He yeah, sounds like pit. the opposite of the other uncle we were discu- we were discussing. <laughs> I was going to say the antidote. We are, we are covering the range of uncles. We are getting an artisanal, yeah. gentle uncle yeah. now who would 100%. smoke a clove yeah. at he's, worst. Yeah, he's kind of just like, Pat, try this peach. What do you think of this rose syrup? <laughs> but here's the kicker. Yeah. His I mean, name, yeah, is is David, David, meaning that my uncle is David Byrne. That's right, because your name was Brian. Yeah. Yeah. That is, Pat, that's pretty cool. That is that is cool, Pat. 
Chris, does your uncle, do you have any uncle do, do anything? Do you want to think about it for a minute? Somebody's actually calling to say, two calls want to talk about their uncle. I have an amazing uncle. I call okay. him the J-Man, and he's a lawyer. Well, I cannot wait to hear about the J-Man. <laughs> hello, best show. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm in Sacramento. Hi, Chris. And uh, my uncle owned uh, a bar called the CC Tap in Minneapolis which is the diviest dive bar ever. And it's now called the CC club. I feel like grandpa Simpson now, uh, but it launched the career of, uh, of Lamont Cranston. Uh, he used to play at the CC club all the time. And my uh, uncle got kind of famous for a little while till he missed one payment on the bar and the owner repossessed it the next day, immediately locked him out. And that was the end of, end of that career. Yep. That's, First of all, Chris, I want to commend you on the most succinct story anyone has ever called this show with. You laid out five elements yeah. in 90 seconds. That was a Wikipedia, a yeah. well-edited Wikipedia. Excellent job, Chris. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I've been practicing for calling into the show for a long time. Uh, I didn't want to get gomped uh, or, uh, or uh, what do you call it, uh, bad company out. May I also add that uh, at the CC Club, uh, uh, that that's the first place when I was four years old, five, maybe six. And I remember bad, bad Leroy Brown was always playing yes. when I would walk in. And mm. that's what my uncle would put on when I would come in as kind of a funny Oh. <laughs> uh, and it had that filament, that light filament. Remember those those nineteen seventies light filament things that had, uh, and it had that that changed the lights. It was like almost walking into a penthouse magazine in a way <laughs> wow. with all the ads. Almost uh, the, walking yeah. into an issue of penthouse, <laughs> and you had your own theme music. Yes, Chris, I'm going to say this: you might be the coolest person I've ever spoken to. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty Never. cool. I'm seeing gomp him now. I got to no, no. gomp Chris, him Okay, now. we're going to let you go. You're going on a high note. Thanks Thank for the call, you, buddy. Tom, would I be able to get sneak in a quick? Of course, Uncle, Andrew. Sorry. What do you have? Hi, Andrew. I'll, I'll set the scene uh, pretty quick. Uh, we're at me, my uncles, cousins, and dad and brother are at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Fuck okay. yeah! We're on Great the second story. floor. I look down, I see a very distinctive haircut. I point to everybody. I say, is that Don King? No, it's not Don King. Don King, the boxing promoter, in yes. case anyone's too young of to course. remember who he was. Yes. Um, oddly enough, I'm the one who recognized it, which is bizarre. But anyway, my uncle decides to scream from the second floor of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame across the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, Don, very loudly mm -hmm. to the point where like many times until the people he's speaking with point him in my uncle's direction. My uncle, uh, let's just say not, not an athlete's physique okay. uh, to put it. Yeah. Anyway, Feels he puts his, he puts his arms up and says, Don, I'm the great white hope. I need you to the rock and roll hall, to the entirety of the rock and roll okay. hall of fame. Was it Don King? It was absolutely Don King. It was Don King. It turned out it yes. was Don King. Turned out it was Don King. God thankfully. Damn. Thankfully. Yeah. God damn. Um, so, and your uncle and my is uncle, boxing now. My he's uncle. Eight, he's <laughs> yeah. 18 and 0. Worked and out. He's, he's, <laughs> turned out he's a great boxer. He actually good. he actually had a good sense of humor about it. He liked it. He was he laughed. We shook his hand. Uh, and that was it. But it was pretty embarrassing at the moment. 
but you know, good story, I guess. I mean, shame on him for hanging out at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, it was some publicity event. That's he was the one there. Place it was like you're... a. Ch- it was, they were like roped off. It was something yeah. like that. But, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. Don King uh, burned me with a cigarette once. Oh, All right, now I feel okay. like you're making things up. <laughs> okay. This sounds like an embellishment. <laughs> yeah. The um, people come alive talking about their uncles. Yeah. I'm trying to think about my uncle. My uncle. Uh, one uncle. Um, broke my family up and shaved a couple of years off my father's life. I'm not gonna talk about that. Wow. That's not a fun episode. We don't have show. to. We don't have to have fun. I mean, you're right, Chris. But there's different uh, gradations of. Not unlike if I was say if I was at the uh, the Portland in the, the Aladdin Theater on mm-hmm. July 6th or uh, wow. or uh, Neptune the in Seattle or. Most that's, importantly, July thirteenth, Minneapolis Varsity. I want this place packed out now. Every <laughs> one of you cheeseheads, you show up. July twelfth, Milwaukee. Wait, not Minnesota. Wait, Mi- Milwaukee's oh. the bad one. Milwaukee. Yes. Mi- Minneapolis is fine. Yeah, I, I just want. I, I appreciate. That's that's that is grace. What you're doing and poison, Chris. I just want to say this, and I'm not judging anybody. I'm not going to say who did this. Mm. This is how these tour dates were listed on the page. July sixth. July 7th, July 13th, July 12th. (laughs) Don't you generally just go? Yeah, Yeah, you would think it would be in chronological. The snowman would write that. (laughs) I gave you all the clues. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, July 12th, Milwaukee, Turner Ballroom. In comedy, it's like elevators. Like you have to do 12 before, 12 after (laughs) 13. It's It's funnier that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's an old second city rule. 12 has to come after 13. These calls. Dylan wants to talk about his uncle. Yeah. Hi, Dylan. Let's see. Hello, best show. Hello. Good evening, Tom. I just wanted to report what my uncle did. What did your uncle do, Dylan? He is going to his version of the Grateful Dead touring is following Romstein around and he's going to go follow the band Romstein oh, tour wow. with his with his son with his 13 year old son so your uncle yes. walks around <laughs> does he wear Romstein shirts and things or leather like it's like, like yeah kind of baggy leather <laughs> just the shirts okay so he wears a Romstein shirt he's gonna he's gonna be a, like a deadhead, but for Romstein. Yeah. <laughs> I take back what I said about that other guy's uncle. You've got the coolest uncle I've ever heard. Yeah. What does this entail? How many, where, where is Romstein touring? Yeah. How many places can they even fill at this point? I, I believe it's just like um, cross European. Uh, oh, yeah. So he's yeah, going to Europe. Yeah, Europe? I could picture Romstein being popular yeah, absolutely. in Europe. Absolutely. Okay, I got to look at Romstein tour. But the now. issue is, is that there's like a lot of horrible allegations, like terrible controversy that seems really messed up going okay. on with this band, too. Oh, I didn't and know about any of this. He's turning a blind eye yeah. to it. Yeah. So your uncle, for example, will be in. Uh, Chortzau, Poland on July 30th <laughs> at uh, Sloshki Stadium. <laughs> if I was at that exactly. show, you know what I would do? I would just be there yelling, do us! <laughs> do us! Did they play that just nonstop in their sets? It must just do be, us. do us. Or they're just do like, us. Me. we are not playing do us tonight. <laughs> yeah. 
We no longer play to us. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting, though. Uh, Romstein will be appearing on July 12th at the Turner Ballroom in Milwaukee. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's, the, wow. that's their, that's their wow. first show. <laughs> then they're Why going don't to you get your, get your uncle to start following Chris around? <laughs> yeah. Or not. Or not. T- or tell him. Absolutely. Tell him Romstein's problematic, and and Chris is fine. Go to Turner Hall. You don't need to go to Shkoski. Time to make a switch. Yeah. You don't have to be. He doesn't have to be lugging his his stuff all around uh, Luxembourg. Did this? Did this tear apart the family? Like his new commitment to being a romhead, romcom. What would you call a Romstein? A romcom. That's amazing. Call him a romcom. Yeah. <laughs> Or Steen, uh, a Steen spleen? No. You know, they need, maybe rhyme it with Steen. You know, there's, I'm sure there is a yeah. term for them. Yeah. I want to just say this right now to you, uh, Dylan. Please get your uncle to call this show sometime. From Absolutely. I, will, I promise you. I promise you, sir. I will do that. It's four in the morning. He's here. probably pretty busy. Yeah. 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 Thank you for the call. I'll try to please yes, get him to call. Course, you're very please. welcome. Um, we got to spin the wheel. Uh, now yeah. this this topic stays on the table, but we add a new topic now. Oh, so it's this is like a permutation a, thing. Exactly, it just builds and builds. Back to N- the wheel, NCP or whatever. Yeah, spin the wheel. Spin it hard this time. Spin it. Oh wow! The yeah, wheel is spinning. Look at that spin. That's a powerful oh. torque. Okay, help! I'm stuck. <laughs> This is a good prompt. Okay. So the we're going to get people stuck in different things the like topic fences. topic is help, I'm stuck. Well, I can tell one of those. I one time went to a movie, fancy movie premiere in uh, New York City. Okay. And it was a movie called, it was a, it was Prince Avalanche. Is that what it was? It was a, it was a David Gordon Green movie with Paul Rudd was in it. Hmm. And I went to the premiere and the movie's great. Go to the party, the movie party. And there's, that's on the rooftop of this hotel, getting the freight elevator. This thing gets stuck. Oh, and are you buzzed? Buzzed. You mean like a couple drinks? No, I was, as I was uh, stone cold, stone cold, sober. Yeah. We're stuck in that thing for easily a half hour. <laughs> and there's this one guy in it who, not unlike the, the voice I was doing for the the Rammstein singer, um, <laughs> there's like some like Euro trash dude over who's just going, because they're like pressing the button. Yeah. People like, and they're working on it. They're working on it. And this guy goes, Tell them we're running out of oxygen. <laughs> we're running out of oxygen. It's like, well, that's not how elevators work. <laughs> this is not a sealed no. container. No. It's not an aquarium. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, you're not vacuum packed. How does, and who is he to be the judge of that? Yeah. Tell them we're running out of oxygen. He sounded like H.R. Giger. And now that I'm doing it now. Who's H.R. Giger? He's the guy who does all those crazy paintings <laughs> okay like of uh alien he designed the creatures in alien oh for example and there's a documentary about him where he's like yes it's me hr giger and you're like <laughs> that's kind of what i expected you to sound like they put one of them on a whippet one of those little aliens on a whippet for one of those scenes 
What do you or mean? Or like an Italian Greyhound, the one that's running. If uh-huh. They for like one. Oh, a whip! I thought you meant. Uh, oh, like the drug? oxide. No, I meant like the Greyhound knockoff. I thought the alien from Aliens was doing whippets. Like we're also lots with Sigourney, the aliens. Yes, <laughs> she was doing whippets with the prop aliens. Yeah, yeah, just a giant balloon. <laughs> just getting um, fucked up. Wow, can, how'd you get out of that thing? That elevator. Eventually, it went up, and we went up to the party, and everybody's drenched with sweat now because <laughs> yeah. it was there. It was one of those moments where they're just like, "All right, everybody in the ele- elevator, so we can get everybody up there as and quick it's like as possible." Really crowded, and you're just like. Oh, yeah. what a nightmare. Yeah. You're playing it cool, but that... you. Oh, it was rough. It was rough. That's yeah. rough, man. It was rough. That's not good. Can we put the air on for like five minutes? That made you... Sure thing. Yeah, that triggered the claustrophobia. Now, I started to think I was in the... You're back in the freight. And some guy's going, we're going to run out of oxygen. <laughs> I do that in an MRI tube. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm in the MRI, yeah. I'm like, I can handle this until yeah, yeah. they tell me, hold this button. Okay. And press it if you need to come out. Okay. As soon as then they then I go in and then I'm start thinking, oh, yeah. I need to come out and then I press yeah. it immediately. Uh-huh. If I weren't for that, yeah, I would not have the claustrophobia. Them giving you the option because yeah, why would yeah. you need to? That's terrifying. Maybe yeah. I need to right now. Yeah. That's that's help. I'm stuck. That's help. I'm stuck. You just did help. I'm stuck. Anybody yep. else with help? I'm stuck. Somebody else wants to talk about their uncle. Let's go. Yeah. An uncle getting stuck in like a manhole. Help. Could my be good. uncle is stuck. <laughs> help. I'm an uncle. I'm stuck. <laughs> Hello. Best show. Uh, hi, this is Veronica from Philadelphia. Veronica. Hi, Veronica. How are you tonight? You're here with me and I'm Chris Fleming. I know it's very exciting. Did Brett do the graphics for Help I'm Stuck? Because it's very funny. He did. <laughs> okay, I want to give him a shout out for that. Um, it's it's fun to look at. No, Brett is uh, <laughs> Brett is a, uh, amazing. Good job, Brett. Brett. Yes. Help I'm uh, Stuck. I, yes. I like uh, Brett's work on Double Threat also. So just a shout out to Brett and there are for the two Help Brett's. I'm Stuck. Uh, oh, Veronica, graphics. there are two Bretts. Oh, I, that's right. There are two Bretts. There's goodness. at least, at least I'm two I'm sorry, Brett. Brett. I, yes, but I won't Chris say which right. Brett. There I'm sorry, so I'm only Bretts. sorry to one Brett. I think I met one in the bathroom, a, a third Brett. A an, third Brett. An unidentified, soon, a new just, new Brett is how what he told me. He's just like, I'm, <laughs> he said, I'm the new Brett. He said, help me, I'm new. I, oh, no. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of it. I just came in. That wasn't a Brett. <laughs> Chris, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my that's God. That's not a Brett. Oh, Run. my God. All right, Veronica. Veronica, tell me about your uncle. Or being stuck. So my uncle um, wrote songs for the Nick Jr. children's show, The Backyardigans. Whoa. And one of them, over a decade later, become became like wildly, tremendously TikTok famous. I don't have TikTok. I'm too... Old. The Backyardigans um, are like Aerosmith but... for tweens, right? They're like <laughs> incredibly popular. I, I guess so. But that one that's like Castaways, yeah. we are Castaways, got really, 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 really famous yeah. um, to the point where it was like the top song on Spotify for a while. Yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, my, my uncle, McPaul Smith, he's credited as McPaul when he writes for television because there's too many Paul Smiths. Mm-hmm. And he thought that was funny. 
Um, he wrote that song and he got a, a small royalty check after that blow up happened. Sure. Um, Here's $17. We've got 500 million <laughs> plays. Yeah. Here's a check for $17. I think I heard Romstein play it at the Schlossky Stadium live. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, I think the 1975's playing yeah. that song. We're so excited. We have the. <laughs> I think I think there's probably other things he's more proud of, but you know that really blew up. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a cool uncle. Yeah, to be involved in Nick Jr. in any capacity. Nick Jr. was rock and roll. Maybe still is. Veronica, I know I said what I said about the other uncles, the Romstein uncle, the one who opened the club. Your uncle's the best of the batch. I think so too. Thank you for the call. Thanks, Veronica. Okay. Have a good night. Good night. Okay. Somebody wants a call about, let's see, I believe this is a call about getting stuck. Yes. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. Is this me? Am I on? It is, yes. Very much. Hey, hey what's going on? This is John from Boston. Um, love the show. And uh, first time calling okay. for a while, listening uh, I love it. Congrats on the move. Um, I have a story uh, about when I was a caretaker. You know what Cape Cod is out in love Cape Cod. You know, the eastern part of the state. Chris yeah. is a so New Englander. A he gets it. Yeah, I get it. Big Ten. Right. So I used. I had this. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I had this job being as a caretaker, and during the winter. Ooh, rough winter. Yeah, out in Provincetown. Yeah. Yeah, out in the Provincetown, Truro, Wellfleet area. Mm-hmm. And I was, a, uh, I basically, I got, I got hooked up to a temp agency and this through the service. And I would, I lived in one of the houses, right? Totally cool job. Not a lot to do out there. This was in early 2000s. So I was doing my rounds, making sure the houses weren't leaking and everything and i drove this little mazda it wasn't very good in the snow and i turned took a corner because they have a lot of like little like tiny roads and like around there's this road called prince valley road that's really kind of windy and tiny and i took a corner going a little too fast and i rolled my mazda jesus and i was in that car for over 40 hours oh my god found me. What? 40 hours. 40 hours in the Mazda? <laughs> in the Mazda. Like, what and was, what, what angle was the car at Yeah, now? were you upside down? I, I went through, um, I, my forward momentum, I took me, uh, through like a, those like a hedgerow kind of, through a hedgerow okay. that I found, uh, that I like hopped back up and I, then I landed roof first into a ditch wow the thing was my passenger side door mm-hmm. it was i had it welded shut because it would just open while i was driving because it was such a piece of crap uh, sure um, uh, this it was is one like of those a 500 dollars yeah, car maybe you, you were probably that. saying yeah. i wish i hadn't welded that shut <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought i was being pretty well, clever yeah. when i welded <laughs> the passenger <laughs> door <laughs> shut this door would be good to have in this 40 right. hours in the mazda <laughs> Oh, this door. It was. If I hadn't bunny hopped, oh my God, it was absolutely the worst. 
Oh man! So what, so you were so you were dangling for forty hours like a bat. I was dangling, and it was it was one of those cars that the, the seatbelt. I'm really aging myself here. It was one of those cars that the seatbelt go comes on automatically when you get in. That's not aging. So it was You'd be just, aging yourself if you said that the car was made of wood, <laughs> like a like one of those cars. It had no seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had no seatbelt. It was so, like, so you were just hanging out for how did you cope with forty hours yeah. stuck? You must have thought about some shit. Well, um, well, it was I couldn't relieve I couldn't get out, and it was cold enough that I, I, I if you I've, I've never experienced like that that ever again in my life, and. Did you make any promises thing to yourself? Was. Did you make any like, if I get out of this, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna unweld <laughs> yeah. my Mazda. Oh, yeah. of course I did. I'm oh, in a car I where I don't have this, to weld gonna, the gonna, door gonna... shut. That's the first thing I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna let that door fly open whenever it wants. <laughs> yeah. First thing I do is get an unwelder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's even such a yeah. Thing. I, oh, I was gonna write. A, I was gonna write a book about it. I was gonna. Oh, I gotta write that. I gotta finish that record, and I didn't do any of it. Lifetime well, yeah, channel I, I, would at I, least be interested in this, if yes. not a twenty-four. How did you get out of this car? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> about I was really drifting in and out of consciousness, and this is Massachusetts. These are people with wealth, and there was actually a doctor who was jogging in the snow. On a Sunday morning, just going for wow. a good snow jog, yeah. and yeah, and just going. For, oh, it was. Yeah. So not, he's like Kathy was, Bates like, in misery, like, finding you. He's just kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. He, he actually, yeah, he broke my ankle. And it was look, amazing. You um, didn't finish, <laughs> and you had a record that you didn't finish yet. He might have been just like, "You're my favorite recording artist. Yeah, <laughs> you need to finish this record. Oh, yeah. I don't like these songs. <laughs> what do you mean you have a solo? <laughs> I hate guitar wait, solos. Wait. He's like, wait. He's like, wait, you're going to finish a record? And then he just left me there. Well, yeah. this is what I got to say um, to you. I think you should finish one of these things. Yeah. Because you made the promise when you yeah. were in that car. You got you to fulfill the mission here. And if you you don't see Tom, I, I'm looking at Tom, and he has a look on his face like like you were praying to him when this happened. He, he, he has a ubiquitous, he has an <laughs> omnipotent, Yes. Kind of knowledge of you better make right with this because yeah. he helped you get he helped that right, doctor right. go on a snow jog and exactly. find you. I tapped him psychically on the shoulder. The doctor was the doctor was uh the doctor was quite a character. That's another story. Yeah. Um, but I also that blood rushed to your brain. Called, uh, how hungry were you? Called, how hungry uh, were you, John? <laughs> you know, I how do you I, measure uh, hunger? I was extremely I was extremely hungry. Yeah, I gotta say, but I can always, I always have, I always have like that USS Indianapolis story, like from Jaws. Whenever yeah. anybody like starts mm -hmm. comparing stories about yeah. like when they went through some stuff, I'm like, well, you break out the forty hour, and Dreyfus yeah. is just sitting there crying, <laughs> <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> Would you have? Was there a moment where you're just kind of like? I wonder if there's like a French fry under the seat. <laughs> oh, I, yo, totally. 
I Must have be. like the, yeah. the Chris and uh, Paulie in the van thing where I was like, I can find a ketchup pack. Uh, Chris here, you know, did not done. watch The Sopranos yet, so this is wasted. Uh, uh, wasted. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> is that a spoiler? Yeah. It's it's how the final episode I go look the go box, everything. Ketchup. All I found was, <laughs> I remember that I have, I have like a few cardboard boxes full of cassette tapes, and I just kept finding more cassette tapes. Like I found like a Doris tape I never listened to, and I was like, oh, like. Was your car running uh, the whole time? Yeah, were you listening to music? Well, that's the thing. I it was also also ran really poorly, and this was like the skit, like one of the lowest financially, spiritually, emotionally, one of the lowest points in my life. So I had like I mean, I'm, I I'm driving so, a car yeah. with a welded door. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd hope this was yeah. just, these were the good. <laughs> this was the good old forty yeah. hours. <laughs> Things were going good for me back when I was yeah. trapped in the Mazda upside down, door shut, like a fucking vampire. Yeah. And you're like. <laughs> Looking at the cassettes, you're just like, <laughs> best of the Oak Ridge boys. Well, I kept trying to, like, how do I get this I in here? I kept trying to start my car. Uh huh. I kept trying to start my car because yeah. when I could start my car is when I could beat my, beep the horn. Smart. Sure. But like the horn was really kind of like, gotcha. but because of the damage to the car, the horn was kind of like, like, really kind of just making like a, even better, even better to yeah, get that. somebody's attention. People just think it in New England, great. the coyotes are in heat. <laughs> That when that sound is out, yeah, John. The deers and are jerking it was off. So... <laughs> that's an amazing story, John. That's amazing. Yes, I'm glad you're still with us. Yeah, thank yeah. God you got out of that Mazda, man. You gotta fulfill that mission now. Yeah, I, I have something. I have something called neuropathy in all of my fingers and toes because I got so cold and I, oh, I got wow. a little bit of like peripheral like, neuropathy. They call it like peripheral frostbite, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're kind of like you. Yeah, so I. Whenever I uh, I have numb fingers, I remember that. I remember the Mazda. You want yeah. Galaprint for that? Did you take Galaprint, John? No, I, I don't. I, I I don't really see doctors that much. Okay, sure, sure. His sure. doctor is actually the guy who jogged. <laughs> who so it's the last doctor oh, yeah. he saw. He should have brought Galaprint to the door. Yeah, that's the last doctor I saw. Was the jogging <laughs> guy? The jogging one past your Mazda. <laughs> Thanks for the call, buddy. He was. Oh, and that's how it ends sometimes. Wow, um, that's wild. Let's spin the wheel again. It's yeah. already time to spin it. And when do you have to go? Do you want to? You go about ten or fifteen. 10? Oh, perfect, okay. perfect. Spin it. Well, look at that best show shirt. Those are available for pre-order now. We never had them. Oh, oh, that's spin it dark. again. Spin it again. That's really. We're dark. so close to Six Flags Horror. There might be a little bit of weight to this wheel. That yeah, I think it's like a carnival wheel. It's rigged. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Scary movie posters. Oh, I love these. For me, mm -hmm. no poster is scarier than House Guest. Phil Hartman. It's Phil Hartman and his family, mm -hmm. and the, and an open like sidewalk mailbox, like the like down on the curb. Mm -hmm. Sinbad sticking his head. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Do you know this poster? Can we find the post the poster for House Guest, please? Nothing scares me than we're working on it. Than seeing Sinbad. Why? Just Sinbad popping out of the USPS. He's the house guest. He's the house guest. And, but it's just like, how on earth is he fitting into this mailbox? Right. Like Sinbad's right. Sinbad's a, a big guy. How'd they, get him, how'd they get him in there? Sinbad could be. 
18 inches tall, he ain't fitting in that mailbox. So, so your nightmare is something fitting where it shouldn't fit. It's just, it scares me. Like, it's like a, it's like a funhouse mirror of totally. the world. Like, totally. I, I have a recurring fever dream. I know I'm about to be sick when I have this dream. I'm a cube and I'm in yeah. a cubic room. Yeah. I'm getting smaller and the big room's getting bigger. And yeah. that is my most horrifying dream. That's, that's like some Yodorowsky uh, business. See, I don't see. I, don't, I only know Matchbox 20, you know. Sure. I don't you know. You know who that is. I you don't, don't. I don't. You really don't. No, I really don't. Who? who El is? Topo. Topo Chico? El, yes, I mean the drink. <laughs> Topo Chico. <laughs> No, who is it? No, it's he's a he's a filmmaker. He made Holy Mountain and El Topo. He's kind of psychedelic. This is what I'm talking about. I need to I need to be shown these things because okay. I'm ignorant. You come by the house, we'll show you. El I Topo. need an education. Chris, Clockwork Orange, me. Chris, you come by. You're gonna get Clockwork Orange like you've never been Clockwork Orange. Thanks, man. Okay, wait. I want to okay. see this poster. Let's <laughs> the finding it. And while we find the poster, is there any poster you can think of that spooks you out? There it is. Oh yeah, no, I've seen. I've seen. So first of all, the hand is not where the hand. First of all, that's the his arm's it, broken. Certainly, it must have to be a really wide mailbox that we're not seeing how far back it goes. Yeah, to what, where he can fit his hand. What's fucked up? Is, right, it could be. They do sell that type of a, a Sinbad-sized mailbox at Home Depot. You can get a Sinbad-sized. Yeah. And th- it looks like they may have done at least his face practically. It looked, right? Like, he could be... This is the most Photoshop thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Okay. I mean, obviously the hand isn't right. <laughs> first of all, what's with Phil Hartman with this uh, Rudy uh, Valley haircut here? It's like... Uh, Vavodio Doe, the the swinging twenties are back. He's got like a little curl here. Yeah, and, yeah, like a bo- he, a bootlegger. Yeah, and, yeah. and his family is crowded around for. Yeah, like I think it, it's. I'm well, not who's, sure who's the spouse and who's the. That's kids. what I'm not sure. They all look like they're nineteen. It, well, it looks except like for a, the the ten year old at the bottom. It looks like a Phil Hartman Hydra is raising. A child and then some kind of uh, that, setter. See, that movie I would see. If it turned out Phil Hartman was a Hydra and had four women. women's heads and a dog near his crotch, clearly. <laughs> that's simply that's simply his dick is yeah. the dog. <laughs> like, and this poor dog. The dog, you, I'm sure they don't even include the dog in the movie. I'm sure the dog is barks at Sinbad once, <laughs> and they're just like, we got to put the dog on the, the poster. poster. Everybody loves that scene. Nebraska loves the yeah. dog. Yeah, no. That, the dog this is, is testing through the roof. See, I'm really, this is amazing that you, this was right on the tip. I was thinking like posters with, like uh, horror movie posters. Yeah. I was just thinking stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. Uh, no, that is that is that's un- a rough one. That is really rough. I can't uh, let me think. I don't. I, There's another weird one I can think of because I'm thinking what I think freaks me out is bad Photoshop, <laughs> uncanny stuff. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. we could look at the poster for Jersey Girl, Kevin Smith's Jersey Girl, <laughs> while I take this call, this is an incredible gift that you have to be yeah. able to d- dig into your subconscious and take these out. And people, yeah, and they pull the poster up. Yeah. Well, and that too. Yeah. I mean, yes. Hello, best show. Oh, hi, hi. Um, hi. Uh, this uh, Greg from California. Hey, Greg. It's not that poster. It's one that has everybody in it, the whole cast in it. Yeah, I have no problem with that one. Yeah, that one's kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I actually. Love he it. wanted it all. He's dislocated, but he got neck. more than he bargained for. <laughs> 
It's the one that has like um has like uh there it is. <laughs> That's the one. Look at because first of all, the top left corner is like a page peeled away to get Kevin Smith's head in the to thing. reveal the yeah. writers. A new comedy from Kevin Smith. And look at Jason Biggs in that thing. Uh, no, I mean George Carlin, this looks almost like he died before and they, yeah. they couldn't get a picture of him and so, so they, they snuck into the morgue <laughs> or they dug up an old one oh, okay or, or, they, or they dug up an old one i personally i'd sneak into the morgue if i couldn't find a picture of a guy who had eight million pictures of him taken because the distance that george carlin yeah. has from it yeah and he's that's definitely just like the poster of one of his stand-up specials yeah he's just, why would he ever make this yeah. face acting yeah no, he's it's so oh unnatural. Boy, oh boy. I got my hands full with this one. <laughs> and but she's she's got like kind of a sexual grip on Affleck. She yeah, Liv Tyler has is like looking right at the camera, looks very pretty. And in her ben, Lord of the Rings makeup. In her full Lord of the Rings makeup. Ben Affleck is at a strange angle, like <laughs> lustily looking t- beyond past her. her. Yeah, beyond her. There's a little kid looking at Ben Affleck, like, what's going on with you? <laughs> And then out of the corner between Ben Affleck <laughs> and Liv Tyler is this mannequin. It's like a the, rising yeah, mannequin. Like, There's motion to that shot. It's like iRobot. <laughs> he looks like yes. iRobot. That is a Madame Tussauds, Jason Biggs. They have blasted all of the de- definition off of his face. He That is a filter. He has a face filter on where he, I mean, he looks impeccable. Oh, look, I Corless. would. Look at that mouth, though. The t- <laughs> that mouth is like, it goes all the way out to like, first of all, it's way too low on his face. No one's ever, no one's mouth could be that low. No. Like his chin goes so far down. And, well, also the lighting source is coming from so many different places yeah. here. But then the f- picture of Kevin Smith is like the most like, the most just like average picture taken of him. As if he's just like on set making the movie. And it's zoomed in. Like yeah. it's very, it's, it's like 240 Low res. Yeah. 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 This low res picture. Yeah. No, this is really good. This stuff like this creeps me out. And then also. I mean, the quote is really good too. Terrific. Terrific. Larry, Larry King. King. I saw a movie the other day. Jersey Girl. Terrific! It's clearly a review that was given in passing and, yeah. pr- and pressured. He, you can feel the motion of Larry of King walking, walking by. Away. Larry, what did you think? Terrific! <laughs> Caller, you're on the line. This will be the final call before we let Chris escape to the big show tonight. Uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing good, and you? I'm good. I'm. Thanks for asking. You're here with Chris Fleming. Hi. Uh, where are you calling from? Hello, Chris. Um, I'm calling from Wafto, California. Hell yeah. Okay. Wafto, California. Wafto. Where's that? Mm-hmm. Where's Wafto? Uh, I'd say it's like uh, a two-hour drive north of Los Angeles. You just get a, like uh, head north towards the Grapevine, and you'll you'll pass Bakersfield, and it's kind of like off to the west. Sure. I windy. remember. When the great Hunter Thompson said we were on the outskirts of Wafto when the drugs <laughs> began to take hold. <sighs> what what Scott? You wanted what do you want to talk about? When the your Claritin uncle, took hold. Your uncle, I'm stuck. What do we got? Um, I have a story for the help I'm stuck. Okay. Um I did tell Ch- I did because I was typing in the chat saying it's a little gross, but I'll 
try to keep it as like well um let's go know, for fine it. as possible. That's okay to be a little yeah, bit grosser. You can go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh this happened maybe like twenty fifteen or fourteen. I don't recall exactly when. It's a gross but, year. Uh, me and my brother, my older brother, had gone off to a church one night. It was a Saturday night. We went on Saturday so we wouldn't have to go on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you know, the service had just ended and I I had to use the bathroom. So I told my brother, like, oh, I'll be right back. I just, you know, got to go take care of business. I just had to go number one. So I go to the bathroom in the back of the church and I step in and I turn on the light. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's only like a single like toilet, like, and, you know, sink kind of bathroom. Yeah. I turn on the light and there's like this absolute like mess in the toilet. Um, You know, like, I don't want to get like too into detail, but like, it was just like horrific. <laughs> Somebody went um, to town is what this, you're saying. <laughs> Yes, somebody went to town on it, and at that point, you know, I was already committed to going to the bathroom. To, You're the to, devil. So, like, I was like, I, "Yeah, I can't hold it. it. I have to. I have to oh, do it now." You'd so, already you know, set I hold my breath. The... I kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like, I hold my breath. You know, I kind of like and just to try to do it as quick as possible. In my mind, I'm thinking, I got to get the hell out of here because, like, yeah. you know, someone's gonna come in and like if I leave, they're going to think I did this. And like, yeah. they're going to, they're going to think I'm some sort of like creep for like leaving them. <laughs> You're an innocent man. You need no to get out of there with no trace. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, no sooner had I finished that thought, do I hear like a knock on the door? Oh. So like, I'm pretty much stuck in this bathroom. So like, I wasn't stuck in this situation for as long as like the other guy, but like 40 hours, like it just felt for, yeah. It's like, like my heart literally stopped and like, I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, no, that's, so, that's yeah. rough. That's a, that's like, yeah. a, that is like a, so mm-hmm. you're, you're socially stuck in the same way that, uh, John was hanging from his Mazda. Mm-hmm. You were socially, yeah, exactly. you were socially yeah. dangling upside down in that, in that church bathroom. Now I always have been intrigued by the concept of a church bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, I guess you gotta have a bathroom in here. Right, and it's always like some weird corner. Like it is intriguing—a church guess, bathroom. I guess it's just like it seems to go against the whole thing, the whole doesn't thing, it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It seems just like well, I got to go real bad. It's like, well, get out of the church <laughs> and figure it out for yourself, please. <laughs> You're in the church right now. Leave that out of here. Well, that is an exciting story. I love it. To tell you the truth, not as exciting so, as you um, weren't stuck for forty hours. But so, what? How, how did it end? Yeah, how'd you mm-hmm. get out of there? So you know. I wash up my hands, you know, and I kind of like feel myself to like, you know, just go out there and face what it is. I open the door and it's like these two, like, I think these two ladies and I think one of them had like a toddler or a child. So like maybe, you know, they, they were going to use the bathroom, to like help the kid go bathroom, whatever. Oh, so they were really going to get in there. Um, yeah. 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 They were really going to get in there. So I live in a primarily Hispanic town. Um, like my mom's Mexican, so I can speak Spanish and I could tell that, you know, they're Spanish speaking uh, uh, ladies. So, uh, my Spanish speaking is pretty good, but like the situation just kind of like destroyed my ability to speak. To speak. Mm-hmm. But like in like broken beginner Spanish, like I'm telling him like, like oh like like don't go in there. Someone like some Cuidado. like man left a mess in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, so like, you lost. I, I promise you, it wasn't me. Yeah, you lost access and, like, to a the, whole the language. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. I mean, I could still speak it, but like I was like. I could not describe probably to these ladies because they were like confused. They're like, what? Like, what do, you, what do you mean? And as best as I could, I just tell them like, there's a huge mess in there. And like, before they can even ask another question, I just kind of like, I just walk away because I was like, I do not want to be here for like, sure. Because you know, like, I'm like, I was afraid of, they're probably going to blame me for it. 
Yeah, you could so have used, you like, needed like a disguise, like a farce. You needed mm-hmm. some kind of a disguise, like a yeah. like a hat or a, or a mustache, exactly. Yeah. Or you just run and change churches. Yeah, yeah, covering your face. Well, Greg, <laughs> thank you for the call. Man. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, this is Chris Fleming. What a treat it's been to have you come by and be a part of the show. It's you, been an honor and a blast to be say, here. You just know this. Yeah. Anytime you want to come on the show, check in first. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't just. For the most part. <laughs> combusting you in. You will be welcome. No, any, seriously. Anytime you want to come by. It's so much if fun. If I ever combusting in, just know that I've gotten into some stuff. Like, okay, I'll know that we are in. I'm, three things might need have to happened to... before this for you to be at the point where you just bust in on it. Yeah. Ends. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm wearing a hat of some kind, you know. Okay. And just like. Yeah. Not on like a, somebody hiding in a church bathroom. Yeah. 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 No, this has been a blast, Tom. Thank no, you. Seriously. You, anytime you want to come by, yeah, I'm such a huge fan and Thank you're you. so funny. And, and I you. This has been a blast. And uh, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll pick it up. New friends, new friends. You hear that? New friends. People say you can't make new friends. Well, I just proved People them wrong. People say that. That is that is that classic you, well, you adage. Know, yeah, you can't make new friends. They teach that to, to kids. They teach it to in kids. public schools. You can't make new friends. Remember, like kids, you can't make new friends. <laughs> thank you, Tom. Thank you, listeners. Oh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> now and again, check it. Check out the dates. Over at Chris Fleming Fleming. That's it, yeah. Chris Fleming Fleming. Yeah. Check it out. And we will see you soon, buddy. Okay, take care. Yes. Tell you, they say you can't make new friends. Uh, let's spin the wheel, please. Spin the wheel. Please. Please. Spin it! The wheel of topics. Every 10 minutes now, a new topic goes up. The old topics stay alive and a new topic goes up. Oh, it's blurry. Imagine a celebrity restaurant. That's one of the best topic ideas. And here's what we're going to do. we got a caller on the line right now. Um, Caller. Hello. Uh, hello, this is Sharon in Los Angeles. Sharon in Los Angeles, one of my favorite callers. Let's bring in uh, Dudio, please come in too. And that young man can sit in here also who was just waving to me in the hallway. Um, Sharon, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's Ajax? He's doing well. I'm just checking in. Uh, right. Just trying to be polite. Sharon is an amazing disc jockey and uh, has amazing tastes. And uh, you want to know the oh, good stuff? You, you knock on Sharon's door. I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Tom. So which topic did you want to talk about? Help, I'm stuck. Scary movie poster. What did my uncle do? Celebrity well, restaurant. I, think, <clears throat> I wish I, I wish I had one, but uh, the I, just the movie poster uh, scared scared of the movie poster. It, it's funny. I, w- I was maybe not going to call, but then it got too weird. The coincidence. The one that really freaked me out as a little kid was uh, Fear and Loathing. Johnny Depp. Wow. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Which is kind of like a Ralph Steadman illustration of. 
Johnny Depp as Hunter S. Thompson. It's yeah, it's got like a weird like his head is gigantic and then his body is like little and swirly. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like even scared as much as like grossed out, but it's it's grossed out to the point where it's like deeply uncomfortable. That's an upsetting post. I know exactly the one you're talking about. It's got a lot of sky blue in there and the cigarillo mm-hmm. hanging out of his mouth. There it is right there. I don't like that at all. And the bats. We're in bat country. I, I'm going to be playing Hunter S. Thompson in uh, a movie we're calling Fear and Loathing in. Las Vegas 2, and it's exciting. It's me at the uh, Circus Circus looking for the Vince Neil 40-ounce toilet drink. Wow. I would watch the heck out of that. Well, you're in it. Oh, You okay. play my lawyer. Am I the Dr. Gonzo? You are. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you didn't I know? I think I could live up to that, yeah. And you know how much you're getting for this, Sharon? Four million dollars. Mm. Okay, wow. Yeah. So it's more than what I usually ask for, which is uh, a, we run like a, a fifteen in a, a beverage. We run a pretty yeah. uh pretty fun uh thing over here. We're we we're very generous with our uh we like to blow people out of the water with the first offer. Four million. So what are you thinking, it's like good. $4 million? You, you know you're going to make it back. Yes. Well, Sharon, you're one of my favorite callers. You call anytime you want. Thank you. I'll, I'll, call, you, I'll call you again soon. Bye, bye. Now we have Jason Dudio-Gore here. Jason, I'm going to step out for one minute. Okay. Stretch my legs. All right. Do you think you have it in you? To host the show for 90 seconds. For 90 seconds. For, two, for as long as I'm out. I'll be out for like a minute okay. or two. Okay. Do you want me to take a call? No, I don't. You just want me to talk. I just want you to talk. Do you think you have a new... This is, 90 these, minutes. These are 90 seconds. 90 minutes. I can do 90. Let's do 90 minutes. These are the things that can't. Right. 108. Nine point the I hawk. can't mention 108.9 can't The mention, Hawk. I, I, I won't do it. This is what I don't. Do not mention 108.9 The Hawk that you have a Patreon for your season three now. Right. We just launched season three this week. I'm not even going to mention it. Egg Foo What. You can mention Egg Foo What. Um, Mike's wonderful podcast, Egg Foo What. And you can talk to the horseman if you wish. Okay. Fantastic. And you can ask for a wheel spin to get us ready past the celebrity restaurant. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get it up there. Let's spin that wheel, Brett. And Horseman, you can be there too. Are you get, are you guys excited for Slice of Life next week? Um, do your best, Lorne. I think this one uh, was originally Night of a Thousand Lorns that we have uh, tossed Correct. around. Correct. Wow. And I, I've also considered doing a, a Patreon show where we uh, do the show. People who have never met Lauren Michaels are impersonating him. Right. Are you going to do that show? I'm I'm still considering it, yeah. Pitt. I have not we do the show every every night. Eleven thirty five. The show goes live. 
I don't know. There is a word. We, my wife and Kristen and I were watching some movie, and there's a word that popped up and that allowed me to do the best Lorne Michaels of all, and I cannot remember what it was. Mike, can you do a Lorne Michaels? Now you, we have a really big shoe. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> my, that is Ed Sullivan. Oh. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I've never... Yeah. Uh, Lauren, Lauren doesn't stand out for me. Lauren kind of talks like a baby. It's like uh, in here. You have to purse your lips a little bit. So purse your lips tonight, and talk like a baby. And have a really... <laughs> you're, still, you're really... You're still uh, Ed sullivan it. No, that's it. No, I think he's, he's been known to say that. Okay. We have a really big show tonight. Hey, we have a really big show next week. It is uh, Slice of Life. It's going to be on the Patreon only. And the topic, I believe, Pat, t- tell me if I'm wrong. It's it's stuff we can never talk about with Tom. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see that. You did not see that. That's the first time. I'm, that's the first time I'm hearing that. Mike, am I correct? Stuff. It's a good topic. Yeah, we, yeah. we might have multiple topics as we're yeah. known to do. Yeah. <laughs> and are we going to have your other half from Egg for What on as a guest? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have him call in. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be good. We'll have Jeff Garlock from I Can't Mention It, uh-huh. um, but he'll be on. <laughs> and I think Kristen might even pop on with us uh, for okay, a little great. bit next week. And that is Patreon only. It's going to be fun. We're doing a full three-hour live-streamed Slice of life on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show in place of this show next week. So please join us. Um, we can't play the theme. We can't play any music that is uh, copyrighted. So we're not going to be able to do the theme unless I can record the music. And then, Mike, you could you could sing it. Would you do that? I forgot what our theme was. It was that country song, like, it ain't a pretty sight, but it's a slice right, of yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. can take a stab at it, yeah. Yeah, I remember I just, I, I Googled it right. quickly, and it came up, and I played it. All right, all I was right. thinking it was going to be 90 minutes. I really did for a second. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, Let's spin that wheel. Did we spin it? We did spin it. So what? What is the what topic came down? Oh, it was do your best, Lorne. Okay, we'll do Lorne. Everybody can call up do your best, Lorne Michaels. These are the topics on the table right now. Do your best, Lorne. Come up with a celebrity restaurant. Right. Help, Help I'm, I'm stuck. stuck. What did your uncle do? <laughs> and Tom, can yeah? I just say, because um, we have an, an internal, um, a lot of these came from our, our old uh ever-growing list of of topic thread that Jason that's right yes share. yeah and and we pulled a lot from these um i had pitched help i'm stuck years ago we've never done it mm-hmm. i i gotta say i think it's a runaway hit and i would i would like that we uh I you would want credit for it that that no i would humbly ask that we we do it as its own topic one night because i think it was a hit which one we the got Lauren? some legs on that one He's no, no, help the the Lauren one. Help yeah, yeah. We'll do all of them, Pat. We're, Pat, we're going to keep doing this show. <sighs> Are we? Four years. What? <laughs> what am I doing? I've been doing the show. You know how old, how old I was when I started doing the show? 11. Yeah. yeah. And I'm it was 78. Child labor. 78 now. 
Oh, I wasn't going to find it. Thanks, I, well, thanks. It was, I appreciate I, that. <laughs> thanks for thanks for. I appreciate that. We have, we'll bring you in in one second. But now let's go back to the phones. Hot phones tonight. Hello, Best Show. Hello, this is Ryan calling from Boston. Ryan, how are you? Is this? Do I know this Ryan? You do. Is this a Ryan who wrote a book about Van Morrison? Yes. This is Ryan. That lovable crank. Ryan Walsh? Yeah. This is an author. He's in a band called Hallelujah the Hills. He's a very popular guy. Very popular guy. Um, Oh, thank you. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Ryan? Well, Tom, I was going to tell you how I ended up in one of the top 25 best, best show films of all time. How you ended up but in one of the, okay. I'd first like to say, but first I want to tell you the DVD cover of Magic in the Moonlight, Woody Allen's film, look that cover up. And then my uncle, I was, I would, one of our kids would be playing on the beach and my dad and my uncle out of nowhere would come grab you one arm one uncle and they just start walking into the ocean chanting out to sea out to sea out to sea oh and they would God. just keep walking into the ocean so you would be terrified You'd be like, no, no. and then just when it seemed like it was going to get too deep they would you know turn back what's your uncle so that's uh, what my uncle what's did. your uncle doing though it's his, uh the, uh it sounds like uh wicker man over there <laughs> it's like that uh it sounds like <laughs> creep show Hold on, yes. okay so this is the <laughs> yeah. box this box upsets you. Magic in the Moonlight, Woody yeah, Allen, look. Colin Firth. Look at this cast. Eileen Atkins, Colin Firth, Marsha Gay Harden, Hamish Linklater, Simon McBurney, Emma Stone. Well, she's very far down on that. Unless they're now they're in alphabetical order. And Jackie Weaver. But doesn't this look like a fake movie? Oh yeah, no, it does. Looks like a, it looks like it looks not it only looks does it look like, like a fake movie. It looks like a fake movie that Woody Allen actually did the Photoshop on. I don't know how to do Photoshop, nor do I want to try. And I like whatever image this has had to have the spine of the DVD on it. Don't like that. That that's the worst part of this whole thing. That it's got depth to it. I hate right, that yeah, part 3D. of it. <laughs> I want to bring on to the show right now, Ryan, a friend of mine, long friend of mine, a uh, long time friend of mine. Not he's not long. It makes him sound like he's a long friend of mine. Yao Ming. Welcome to the studio. No, it's like um, Victor Webanyama is here. No, uh, we have from Toronto, Nick Flanagan. He's been on the best show. He was in the Brutal Nights. He's a musician. He's a comedian. He does a little bit of everything. How are you, Nick? I'm good. Is that Cameron? It is. Cameron. Nick, would you mind getting a little closer to the microphone? Nick, I'd love get to. a little closer to the How microphone. Close? How close? That's close enough. That's great. Thank Ryan, you. Ryan, thanks for the call, buddy. See you, Ryan. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. That's how Mr. Trump would say it. Now, Jason, Studio <laughs> yes, Foodio is a segment we've done once. We've done it once, and yeah. it's you trying different snack foods. What do you got? I've got two things for tonight, Tom. And uh, first off, I'm going to be trying the Cheetos Crunchy Flamin' Hot Limon. 
Okay. So I'm not a fan of Flaming Hot. I don't like it, yeah. but I'm only doing this because the movie's out and I watched it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it's going to be the runaway hit of the summer. A Chester Cheetah movie? It is. It is about. No, it's not. It's oh. about the man who came up with the flaming. Oh. Chester Cheetah would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Now I would have rather have seen that. But, who would uh, do the voice of Chester Cheetah? I'm trying to think like um, if we were like casting it like Chester Cheetah. Cast. Goliath. Like the guy who did the voice for the dog Goliath. From Baby oh. and Goliath. <laughs> Picture it. Is that a Canadian So movie? you want him to be just like, Davey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, well, he's like, like a really slow channel. Honey, have you out. seen my sunglasses? What the hell What the hell that? just happened? Hi, I'm Chester. Oh, Jesus. What is this? What is this? Is that you, Mike? I No, I think it's the actual Chester uh, Cheetah. Mike. Hi, I'm Chester. Are you auditioning for the Wally Wacky Man, the movie? <laughs> AP yeah. Mike as Chester Cheetah. I like it. Yeah, no, that's I think you just would... got your uh, your 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 new Hi, I'm Dennis right there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chester. Hi, I'm Chester. I can just change it up. Yeah. So it's going to be the summer of flaming hot, guys. Uh-huh. It's on. This is on. Uh, they're sprinkling it on everything. Uh, okay. I'm going to try this, but I'm going to wash it down. With now, the... what is it called again? It's called Flamin' Hot Limon. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's got a bunch of different flavors going on here, but I'm going to wash it down okay. with the uh, brand new limited edition Mountain Dew Summer Breeze. Sorry, Summer Freeze. Summer Freeze. Look at that color. So Look blue. at that. that it natural looks... coloration. You, the last time I've seen that color, uh, combs were floating in it at a, yeah. a barber shop. Yeah, That's... it says it is a uh, dew with a blast of summer Americana. So let me. We well, can uh, start with the. I'm soda? start with the. No, no, no. This is a wash down here. Okay. So I open the Cheetos. You know what I got to do first, Tom? I'm going for the whiff. Okay. Not bad. That's a pretty good okay. whiff. What's the what are the notes? Uh it's I there's a, a little bit of cheddar. Smells like Cheetos. I'm not getting a lot of uh lime or uh lemon or uh flaming hot, but okay. I mean if they're flaming hot here, you gotta put a few of them in your mouth, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. He's eating the chip, the the, okay. the Cheeto. All right, I got the burning sensation going. It's a little the bit flaming lime. hot part just kicked in. That's actually really good though. So it's like a little bit of lime. There's a you get hit with some spice first, mm-hmm. spice and cheese at the at the front, and then you get a little lime on the back end. Yeah, that sounds good. That's actually not bad. Would you like to try one? Would you like to try one? I'll try one. Nick Flynn. Now know. these are not all dressed. The things you usually <laughs> Catch eat. Up. Can I ASMR it for a second into the mic? That seems to be a big part of this. Woo! Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks. Please, please. Uh, oh, now you're. I'm not eating. That I garbage. just washed it down with. I'm a health food nut. I don't oh. eat stuff like that. Oh yeah. Now you're drinking this Baja. What is it called? So this is Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. Yeah. Let me just say this has been sitting in my little office over there uh, for about three hours, so it's pretty warm. Oh no. Um, it tastes like the uh, the pops you would eat during the summer, the red, white, and blue ones. So the bomb I, pops. The bomb pops. I think it's yes. a little bit of like a blue raspberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bad. I'm gonna say two things 
I, I expected at least one of these to be absolutely terrible All tonight. Right. This is what I'm going to say. Usually an episode of Duty or Foodio, I expect one thing to make you nauseous. It's weird when I like both of them. Put some of it on the floor and eat it off or something. I got to see you be sick. You want me? Okay. Here, let me. Oh, no, I'm glad it was well. Tom, Tom, I'm, I'm glad it went well. It. No, I'm glad it went well. I'm not I'm sure how I feel about the Cheetos. Uh-huh. Okay. Think, yeah. All right. No, these are really good. <laughs> All right. Hello, best show. Good? Oh, yeah. You look a little flush. I'll be in the bathroom. Great. <laughs> Hello, best show. Are you there, caller? Caller. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Vanyan. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay. Where are you calling from, Chief? I'm calling at my house. From my house. From your house. Okay. Yeah. What, what state is your house located in? Uh, Texas. Okay, you said it like you're making fun of me, but uh, okay. Texas, what? eh? You were like, uh, Texas? What's your favorite thing about being from <laughs> Texas? Dead Cruz. I don't know. You like Ted Cruz? He's cool. Emo. Emo. <laughs> you like the fake Prada store? In the... What's going on, Van Yen? Good. Going good. You got something you want to talk about? I know it's a little late, but I tried the Grimace shake. You tried the Grimace shake that we talked about last week. Really? What did you yeah. think of the Grimace shake? It it tasted like a milk, uh, a mix of water, milk, and then grape juice. That's pretty accurate. It was really <laughs> bad. Did you how would you get a small, medium, large? I think I got a medium. Did you finish it? I okay. no. No, you didn't? No, I did not. What else did you get from McDonald's that day? I have no idea what I got, but it was like ice cream and stuff. I, I I've never seen that from McDonald's before, but I can't remember the name. You can't remember the food you got at McDonald's this week? Yeah. What's the best item on the McDonald's menu in 2023? You can tell them. Tell them. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. According Perennial. to Vanyan. I would say it's the filet of fish but that's just me. Wow. Vanyan, any summer plans? Going to the rodeo? Where are you going? Greg Abbott's uh, 4th of July no. barbecue? No, I'm not going anywhere. 
right no. now. You can go hang out with Coop. I don't know. You can hang out with Coop. No. No. Willie D. Hang with Willie D. Rocky Erickson. Sarah Froelich. I don't. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. You don't know the Devil Girl Coop's art. You're telling me you don't no. have the Lords of Acid album. There are some Mono Men posters you might be interested You're in. You're telling me you don't have all of the Sympathy Mono Men singles. <laughs> you, you've never seen the Estrus logo? Come on. Stop no. messing with no. us, Vanyan. Do you know what? I'll put it this way, Vanyan. If you close your eyes, you've seen Coops art. You know, we all see it. We just close yeah. our eyes. We close our eyes away. and there's usually a devil girl not wearing no bras staring back at you her eyebrows look like sunglasses bring my other friends in please my other two friends vanyan you still hold the title of best caller in the history of the best show i wish you best of you call as uh, next anytime you want you call okay my friend okay bye bye hey tom yeah can i do a follow-up yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm not feeling so good. There we go. That's uh, my mouth is on fire. Yeah, because you it was hubris. Oh my god. Uh, an iceberg did not sink the Titanic. Twas hubris that sunk the mighty Titanic. Yeah, this is not going to be good. Titanic's on uh, everyone's Twitter trending tongue today because I guess some dudes. Uh, tried to find it or something and didn't come back that's too bad rest in peace rest in peace everybody hello best show hello hi to whom am i speaking tom that's you to whom am i speaking that's my lauren michaels everybody (laughs) hello oh look who it is hi friends hi who's this ron how are you ron it's ron What's up, Ron? I'm real good. How you doing, Tom? I'm good. Uh, I had two for the topic. What do you got, Ron? Well, uh, my uncle was a truck loader for CNH Sugar for 35 years, and I never understood what the heck he did. Your uncle drove a, a sugar truck. No, he didn't drive the sugar truck. He loaded them. He loaded a and sugar truck. Yes. For wow, 35 sad. years. He left for work at 10 p.m. at night, and he came home in the morning, and he had to go straight to sleep, and it was hot as hell where they lived. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he did it, but he did it, and everybody was grateful he did it. This is like the worst Bruce Springsteen song ever. Thank you. Right. That's kind of my point. My uncle yeah. loaded yeah. up the sugar truck 35 years. <laughs> then the man from the, the sugar California truck company said, we're closing up the sugar truck factory. Well, it's not a sugar truck factory. That means they're <laughs> making sugar trucks there. I think it's still there. He said, hey, mister, what you got? Bruce Springs, every song. Hey, mister. Oh, hey, mister. Yeah. 
Hey, Mister. And fella, wouldn't there be something? No. I gotta go see one of these Bruce Springsteen concerts. It's coming up. When does he play Los Angeles? And who's gonna get me in? That's what I want to know. See if I talk like a bully, then somebody will be. And oh, how many thousands of dollars are you Look, willing to, to spend? To this see is what him? I'll pay. This is the most I'll pay to get into the show. Seventy-eight thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> Not a dollar more. Do you know what my uncle did? What's that? He used to take me to baseball games. Unloaded the sugar truck. He unloaded the sugar truck, which was amazing. Because Your uncle, NickFlanagan.com, the famous comedian, Nick Flanagan, at Nick Flanagan, Nicky Flan... What is it? Nick Flans? Uh, At the Flans. The Flans. The pride of Toronto, they call him. At Nick Flanagan on Instagram. Should I even give my Twitter anymore? Is it a thing? It makes everybody feel weird. Are you on Twitter? Technically. That counts. That definitely counts. So you uh, what your uncle do? He took you to to uh, took me to baseball games he took constantly. You to see the Toronto. Don't say it. You're there. You got it. I can do this. Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I was gonna say Bird. I didn't even need to. No, no. Look, I can name all the baseball teams if I wanted. The Orioles. Right. Look who's in the studio. Scott oh Rogowski's here. What? And Lizzie Cooperman coming <laughs> by. Has, Completely unexpected. It's like a who's who. Up we had, it's nothing short of a, an honor. A who's uh, who of who's driven me around in, a, in yes. LA as a nice yeah. favor. This guy sugar shows truck. You. Okay. Um, sh- yeah. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the sugar truck. Sugar truck. So your uncle took you to see the Blue Jays. And one day, yeah. he was like, I was probably about... 10 years old, he looks at me at my ear and he goes, you've got wax, like all, you've got so much wax. Like, what are you doing? Why don't you clean your ears? What are you doing? (laughs) Why don't you clean your ears? Why are your ears so waxy? Yeah. And then I had to go home in shame. That's Nick. I don't like that story. I don't like that either. But you know, he was a great guy and he did me a lot of favors. So Scott Rogowski, who's the host of HQ. Oh, for (laughs) Four years now. No, you're on that prank show. (laughs) And Lizzie Cooperman, who everybody knows from the comedy scene with all her. I mean. And the tarot scene. Yes. And I was Nick's chauffeur tonight. And And the podcast scene. And the chauffeur scene. Podcast mother. That's right. There's no (laughs) soccer moms. That's so 90s. Now it's podcast moms. Podcast moms. That sounds like the, that seems like the, the one demo that like. It will be like the, a politically, yeah, like right. Who, the podcast mom recorded the podcast. RFK Junior is getting the podcast mom. He's, he's got my vote. <laughs> RFK Junior is going to be on the show next week. That's a get. That is oh a good. Hello, best show. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Of course. While you're on the line, I want to say, spin the wheel, please, for the love of Christ, spin the wheel. Yeah, you've been talking about Wheel of Fortune hosts on the show lately. Yeah. Been, gonna move? I, I, there are some articles, Tom, that are mentioning. Okay, what do we got? The 2023 Traveling Wilburys. Who would be in the Traveling Ooh. Wilburys in 2023? Oh, okay. Okay, awesome. I can do this. Uh, first, I'll talk to this caller. Welcome to the best show. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. What's, uh, what's on your mind, Chief? I had a help I'm stuck. Uh, help him stuck in the bathroom again currently this is a thing that no no (laughs) right so you got stuck well how'd you get stuck oh well so this isn't wasn't me it was a thing that happened at work 
I work in construction and uh, we've got porta potties on the job sites, mm-hmm. right? And uh, now let me just a, before you go any further, unfortunate thing to happen. Hold on, let me just ask you one thing. Yes, you construction guys, you think you're so tough, you're not that tough. Go ahead, you know, <laughs> I was thinking I might get that. I was even. Seriously, you go by these construction sites, you guys with your hard hats and your vests. Now, you take that vest over, you take that hard hat out, I'll fight you in the middle of the street. I'm looking through the thing at you. You got the the whole triangle. Yeah, Yeah. the little triangle. You can't give us a little more than that? Yeah, can you make it a little smaller? Yeah. A little slat for me to look at you while you're working all day? (laughs) And that trailer, and that trailer, you're. The foreman is in. What's going on in there, right? With that air conditioner sticking out of the one window, right? Yeah. The dorm Nothing fridge. Good. Yeah. That dorm fridge your boss has in there. And the yelling. And don't the forget yelling. the yelling. Don't forget the yelling. Like, and have then, you perfected something yet? You, where you, you are nothing. You know? You're eating out on the beam. You're showing off eating. A, oh you're, you're 500 <laughs> stories up eating on a beam with your bag lunch and your thermos. I'm not impressed. Go ahead with your story. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a, a thing. When I first heard about this happening, this was like a, I didn't even really like this person, but I was horrified for him about this experience. Um, maybe it's not that bad, but this was end of day, job site. Everyone's gone. One guy's there on his own, and he goes to use the porta potty. Yeah, and then yeah. homeowner comes out and padlocks it shut while he's inside with your friend in there, and he knows it's yeah, and he knows it's happening, but he's embarrassed, like too embarrassed to say anything and say like, "Hey, stop! I'm in here. Uh-huh. Don't lock this thing up." Mm-hmm. And so it gets locked, and he just lets the person walk away. And he's sitting there with like, well, what do I do now? Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he waits a couple minutes, thinks everybody's gone, gets down on his hands and knees and just like these porta potties are like hard plastic. They're tough. It's like a, you know, a sturdy kind of a thing. He gets down and he like pries with all his might pushing the door out. So like mm-hmm. the hard plastic door bends and just, you know, crawls kind of scurries out through out through the door okay <laughs> that's horrifying yeah why no, didn't he speak yeah. up well that's that i don't know why mm. I, I told him i mean the first thing i said was like well like talk about like call me for help i said man like, call me on the phone i'll come you know cut that lock off and get you out of there mm-hmm. but uh that's that's the way they handled it i don't it was the only guy. thing that's funny about it. No, see, this awful. is yeah, it exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Scott Rogowski.com. It enters in. This is where this macho, toxic masculinity right. gets you. Right, right. Right? Safety vest, people. Because macho yes. guys don't ask for directions. They don't ask no, for help. Right. They, say, they don't say, please don't padlock the porta potty with me that inside. I'm in it. He probably I'm thought in it was well, Trudeau. Well, he knew he's going to rip his way out of there. That's he planned on Trudeau. That. Oh, they hate Trudeau construction so workers. We're in America now. We don't know who that is. <laughs> I was just having, I felt a memory come on. Yeah. That once when I was little playing hide and seek, I hid inside, this was in Minnesota, a snowsuit that was hanging in the closet mm. and nobody found me. Oh my God. 
And I remember screaming like, I'm in here. Mm -hmm. I'm in here. Yeah. And it was very hot it's and terrible. very dark. Yeah. How long were you stuck in that thing for? Probably a half hour or something like oh. that. I don't know oh, how I maneuvered, listen. what I climbed onto that I was like, I've got the best hiding spot ever. Yeah. And it became the worst hiding spot It became spot the ever. worst hiding spot. That's how the dude, Kenny Baker, who played R2-D2, <laughs> he got stuck in one of those R2-D2s. Really? Because they had like 50 of them. And he's like, get me out of there. Uh, I was also going to say, that's how Hider in the House, the premise of Hider in the House started. With Gary Busey? Gary Busey yes. was playing Hide and Go Seek in yes. the house. But he died in an R2-D2. Oh, man. Oh, my I God. I made that. Wait, he died. <laughs> he was buried in one. He was buried in one. He died as an R2-D2, <laughs> that's for sure. No, I... Um... I thought he fell down the stairs. <laughs> I did notice in Star Wars anytime they had to go downstairs they would just fade they to just black. Fall. The yeah. big guy and the little guy in Star Wars are gone, yeah. Tom. It's sad. The um that's true. That's true. The um Oh. Hider in the House, Gary Busey, one of the Gary Busey's finest movies where he is hiding in the house <laughs> yeah, and he just in a watches a family. Yeah. He's wearing a snowsuit? In oh, a snowsuit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here are the great Here are the great Hider in the House movies. Hider in the House, number one. What was that movie? Wait, that uh, that Brian Cranston had a ridiculously one. Oh. A ridiculous one where he played like a guy like, I'm hiding in the garage above my family's house. Oh. Wakefield. Thank you, AP Mike. Yeah. I knew you'd know. Um, <laughs> Parasite's got to be in there. Wakefield. Parasite. Oh. Yeah, Parasite's good. Barbarian. Ronald. Barbarian. Would you count uh, that? Bad Ronald. Oh. Um, you little, mean, little Monsters with oh, yeah. Howie Mandel. Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Inside Man <laughs> with Jodie Foster. You, me, and Dupree. You, me, and Dupree. <laughs> there was no... Dupree's hide. hiding behind <laughs> the hit. couch. I'm hiding At least... in the house. I'm hiding. I'm Dupree. I'm hiding. <laughs> Doesn't he pop Spin up? the wheel! <laughs> is no one doing the Traveling Wilburys one? <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Traveling oh. Wilburys 2023. Lana Del Rey is the Roy Orbison of the, or the Dylan of the group. Ooh. Need a Beatle. Uh, Who would be a modern day Beatle to be in a thing? Who would be, I uh, would be. Ringo? I don't want to Ringo oh. this thing. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Blink-182 is basically our Beatles. Yeah. Tom DeLonge. Lana Del Rey, Tom DeLonge. We got because we got Roy Orbison. Who's Jeff Lynn? Jeff Lynn. Oh, yeah. Jeff Lynn would be um, Jeff Lynn would be Jack Antonoff, <laughs> right? That's a solid choice. So thank you. I appreciate somebody's tracking what yeah, I'm doing here. The production. Somebody's saying Jamiroquai. Oh yeah, mm. uh, the band. I mean, it wasn't just a guy, right? <laughs> no. That dude with the hat's not his name's he, not Jamiroquai. That is J.K. The singer is J.K. The band is Jamiroquai. Okay, it's confusing. Yeah. Kesha. We'll yeah. put Kesha in there. Right. James Dolan. I like <laughs> yeah. that from JD. Straight shot. Straight shot. Sure. Vincent Gallo. Vince mm. Prince Vince. Oh, yeah. what about the corn kid? The corn kid. What's that? <laughs> yeah, I like corn. <laughs> that kid who likes corn. Oh, the kid who, <laughs> who likes, likes corn. corn. Let's get him in there. Yeah. But is he a yeah, singer? Is he a singer? Be fun. <laughs> he was auto. They made it into. Yeah, he was. He That'd was auto. There, there's that Walmart singing kid. 
that that's actually a yeah. singer. The so Hank the traveling Wilburys could just be actually all the viral song pieces. You got ShamWow guy. It probably should. Oh. Just, you're are you and the ShamWow guy. The Sham- you, <laughs> you're always plugging the ShamWow guy because you you're oh, yeah. your best friend. Nick hangs out with the ShamWow yeah, right. guy. <laughs> He's really. I What's think the ShamWow guy was in the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. We, I think right? we can't keep talking oh, about oh, him. Oh, sorry. Right? Okay, He's sorry. Gonna okay. Get, <laughs> He's going to get all of us. But isn't there something? Didn't oh, the get... chopper. When they, they hit a line about yeah. the chopper. Or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. ShamWow guy's like, uh, no country for old men. He'll just start coming after us. <laughs> I can't stop him. Let's spin the wheel. One more, one final time to spin the wheel. While you mention no country, can I just mention that I texted you this? I didn't get a reply, but it's okay. I know you're a busy man, but I sold a T-shirt, three T-shirts to Ethan Cohen the other week. Oh, I saw. I didn't of the want of the Cohen brothers, not the Garfield it's been guy. Busy. It's been a busy. I know. It's, it's been, been a busy, busy time. Scott. But I thought you'd appreciate that. Well, that reminds me, I brought what, you a what gift. What did he buy? He bought. Oddly enough, he bought a Mets shirt, mm-hmm. a Yankee shirt, and Weird. I think a Marlins shirt. He bought like three baseball shirts. Okay. Huh. Ooh, what do we got there? I have a gift for you that oh, in this it. hot studio has taken a good. I'm sure. Weird celebrity. That, that's, like that's a weird. That's a perfect weird celebrity sighting. Ethan Cohen, Scott Rogowski headed off the pack with that. Weird, so okay. In, is that an arrow bar? It's an arrow bar because I thought you liked arrow bar. Am I crazy? I don't. I, <laughs> well, let me just say this is the other thing, Nick. God love you, Nick. Yeah, you're one of the best people I ever met in my life. A melted arrow bar <laughs> defeats the purpose of an arrow. All, all melted, the way from Pearson Airport. There's no arrow, all the way from YYZ. There's no arrow in it if it's melted. <laughs> Then that means the little air pockets go away. I don't want to melt. I don't want to blow up Nick, your spot it, here, but you guys, guy? you have a fridge here, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, have you, you ever had? It's well, like you astronauts. Should have put it in it. Right. I only I noticed like it. Coffee I only noticed crisp. it when I got moved. Oh, I coffee like crisp coffee was an option. Yeah. In fact, don't you know that Tom's invaded against the Aero Bar over the years? Like this is one of your most hated bar. Have you not listened to the show? I have listened to the show. I mean, was this an ironic gift? Was that what it was? Remember? Yes, it was a gag gift. I have to always work on the fly. Just like all right, let's go. Let's see who's on the phones here. No, look, you get it. He's just got kids. He's trying. He's doing this. Any celeb sightings in <laughs> Toronto these days? So I'm, what do we got? So I'm you were stuck, site. caller. Oh, another stuck mm-hmm. caller. Tell me about this again. Yeah. Where where did we leave off? Oh, this guy. Or did we not even start? I, I we, can't I think remember. We well, ended it. Was, uh, the guy got out. Oh, the, the guy at the construction site. Nice to see you again. I just want to say the ending of that story was so good we needed to hear it. But Kyle, just tell me this, and be truthful. Yeah. You know. That you construction guys, it's a whole lot of bluster, but you actually can't back it up. You can't, you can't, you're writing checks that your, uh, that your, uh, your ass can't cash. Is that true? You, and you know that. 100%. Like if I went in to do a construction site and I said, me and three of my buddies want to fight the four toughest guys on this construction site, what would happen then? You meet the four most sensitive guys who don't want to fight you ever met in your life. Yeah. Let's shove you around. Tom, I'm loving the rejoice. And you know that. There's like the yeah. Sean Hannity school of, of conversation. Yeah. And you know that. <laughs> Look, I want to just say this. Tonight, this is a celebrity sighting for me. And it's not weird to see a Scott Rogowski host of HQ, Lizzie Cooperman, the great comedian, uh, 
comedian, podcaster, and musician Nick Flanagan, Chris Fleming, who just came through, Nick Thorburn, who we debuted a new song by tonight from the New Islands record, uh, comes out August 25th. Um, It's a cavalcade of stars. It Mm -hmm. really is a real who's who tonight. And you know, the opposite is also true. What's that? Your entire staff. It's like meeting celebrities. It really is. The chance to meet a Brett Boehm or a... A Brett Davis. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, yeah, we both, we all get nervous around. And Tom, around the and you, Tom. We well. tighten up. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you all something. Best show's going to be off for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. This is I'm final. going on vacation. Where am I going? Again, not telling anybody. I don't want to get taken. <laughs> Because they'll take me. They'll take me. You don't think they'll take me? Oh, they'll take me. Are you going to one place or multiple destinations? One place. Okay. Is it a? Is it in this country? This is not. Can, a I guess, can we guess? Can we guess? No. See, this here's my guess. I, I'm, I'm not going to answer any guesses because South all Korea. I, all I need is some <laughs> wackadoodle in this audience. Does it mm-hmm. rhyme with Granson Gazuri? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Branson, Missouri. I'm going to see uh, Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, your old that. pal, the master, friend of the show. So that was an amazing moment. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if you were to quiz me, see if you can ask ask me a question that I wouldn't even remember about the about show. your own show. Yeah, quiz you about, about your show. own show. Okay, here you know what? Can I ask you something very honestly? Mm, sure. And it's a trivia question, but I also want to get clarification. What is the name and Forgive me for breaking the. I know you do the S and W. Everybody knows what is the name that Worcester used in place of Mitt Romney during the 08 elect. Uh, that was it the twenty twelve election cycle. Oh eight. Mort Rimbley. Mort Rimbley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I love that. Thank you. Mort Rimbley. Yes, oh. he was getting it wrong. Mort Rimbley. Okay, you got that one right. Yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, what, I need a good a good question here. How about where was uh uh. uh Newport Richie, famous Newport Richie caller. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's What's his name? Fredericks. Fredericks. Good. Wow. Yeah, that's a classic. That, I mean, that's... Yeah, okay, I know, I know, but you know. You got, you got a question, Nick? You got... Oh, I should have prepared some uh, best show trivia. What, what was the final card in your tarot reading? Oh, it was uh, death. <laughs> <laughs> right? I believe so. Actually, I think, I think it, was. it was that think you shed. Yeah. What is the label that released the Charlene and Worcester albums? Well, Flower Craft. That's good. And Numero Group. Numero Group. Was it Stereo Laughs? Third Man. Oh, no, that's our label. I'm talking about other labels. Yeah, Stereo Laughs. Please. That's pretty obscure, though, right? Eh. Um... Well, I'll, I'll come so, up with some questions next time, come Tom. Up with some questions. You got two weeks off. I we'll do that. This. We'll do I a best show trivia. This would be fun. That'll be fun. Best show best trivia. Best show trivia night. Now, I want to tell everybody. First of all, what's, what, do you have anything you want to plug Lizzie Cooperman? Well, I mean, come see me at Victoria's Secret. That's the exact Just don't go Saturday after. Like I'm kidding, no. Gets real Is that busy. where you're going on vacation? Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie. <laughs> to the Lizzie, mall. Lizzie, you told me to come see you. <laughs> right? I hey, love Lizzie. it. I love you when people stop by. It's okay, I'm here. I don't have to buy it. If you're listening, I'm working there as a result of my podcast, but I love it. We are having a semi-annual sale, and we've got a body spray called Poolside Service. Service. Say it with me. (laughs) Poolside. Which I think is so funny because it's like, 
here's your drink, Mrs. Cooperman. Like, who's what side of the poolside service are you on when you wear this fragrance? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm the Is it the food you're getting? Yeah, poolside pool service. service. Here's some. Yeah, yeah here are your French fries. Yeah, here's some. <laughs> here's some curly fries and a. And a heat lamp quesadilla. Lizzie, there's um, the show, too. I do love it. Show. Yes. Okay, so I'm co-hosting a show now at Cat's Crawl every other Monday. It's called Tasting Menu. I'm co-hosting it with Aparna Nantrilla and Brent Weinbach. Nick Flanagan is going to be on. Johnny Pemberton as well. This week. Yes, Johnny Pemberton. That's oh. the 26th. Um, and then for other things, just go to my website, okay. lizziecooperman.com. That's right. You're one, of the, you're one of my favorite people, Lizzie. Um, the feeling is extremely mutual. Nick Flanagan, what do you want to tell everybody about? Longtime guest on the show, longtime friend of the show, Brutal Nights, one of the best bands. Mm. One of the most violent shows I've ever seen in my life, Brutal Nights. That was the first time I met you, I think. Truly scary show. I think that you guys were... These Toronto kids get out of hand, man. But wasn't it during you. career suicide that it really got crazy? I don't think it was Brutal uh, you Nights. Were, your thing was pretty scary. <laughs> well, I took my shirt off, that's scary. But and You had a broken arm at that point, you're hitting people to cast... <laughs> What's going on? What can you tell people? Well, about? first of all, I appreciated the shout out. You said I was filled with rage. I'm a, I'm an example of the Canadian that is filled with rage. Yes, that's true. nothing scarier than a bad Canadian. <laughs> Am I a it. bad Canadian? Oh, yeah. Well, no, wow. you're, not, you're not. No, you're a, you're a rage filled Canadian. I'm filled when with rage that there are bad Canadians. So that sure. kind of makes you're me not a bad, bad Canadian. Canadian. You're the opposite. So what what's going mm. on? That you well, can... you can explore this rage and fear if you listen to the podcast, Nick Flanagan. There we go. Then. And Scott Rogowski, of course, HQs every night. Yes, at... every, every night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> HQ. No, HQ is not around. <laughs> you can win three cents. Watch uh, the documentary. The documentary, which I, I do have breaking news, actually. I can share. I got a text from the producer today because I've had people asking, when can I, where can I watch it? It's, yeah. it's, it aired on CNN yeah. for like a couple of weeks, but it's been off since then, since March. But now, word is, it's coming to Max, not HBO Max. Okay. Max, don't Max. go to HBO Max. Yeah. Max on July twentieth. TJ Max, July twentieth. TJ Max. See, <laughs> Scott will be in the changing room at TJ Max with my laptop. The film Max with my laptop. I've got a download link. Yes. Get closer. Get closer. Only July twentieth. Got to keep the sound down a little bit. The guy, can, you know, the manager's gonna yell, throw me out of here. No, that's exciting. On Max, you get to but see what's it called again? It's called, I think it's called Glitch, The Rise Glitch. and Fall of HQ. But, you know, I had nothing to do with that movie other than being. No, but it. you're great in it. But, you're great in but, it. But, but really, awesome. if I can just talk about my mm -hmm. vintage t shirt store from Please the next 30 do. minutes. No, this no. is called. Will you? <laughs> well, just plug the store. Quiz Daddies. Quiz Daddies at Quiz Daddies. Yes. I'll hook you up. Best show listeners. He's 20 selling shirts off. left, right, oh every which gosh. way. And Good stuff. What do they call Dennis Rodman? They call Dennis Rodman the worm. <laughs> I love how yeah. he says. Number 91. She likes how he said that. Yeah. Now, I want to tell everybody, just so you know, the best show t-shirts, speaking of t-shirts, yes, everybody. Yes, them. Tom, this is a great idea. You can sell them online, of course, but I will take some to my store. If okay. you're on the west side of LA and it's easier okay. for you to come try them on. I love that. All proceeds oh, we'll, going. We'll talk all about this. You talk to two Brett quiz about no, it. Okay. I'll talk to Brett. Best show for life, and that's number four, life.com. Shop myshopify.com. We're doing the shirts. It's a pre-order. Three weeks pre-order. Uh, the pre-sales end on July 14th. And anything you order up until then is guaranteed. Anything after that, it, you're taking, uh, you're rolling the dice because who knows what the inventory is going to be. We're not going to carry a lot of inventory on these. There's the Best Show shirt classic logo on black. There's the new West Show logo on white. Um... They're being printed in Los Angeles by a bad village, a really cool place. 
Uh, there's kid sizes for the black shirts. Check it out. Best show for life. Myshopify.com. And about damn time, I'll say. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah. And now the best show is going to go away for two weeks, but next week is going to be a slice of life over on the Patreon. Don't miss it. AP Mike, Pat, Dudio, uh, Brett. Uh, Davis, uh, Andrew, everybody's going to be there. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I look forward to everybody uh, having fun with that. I will be back in two weeks. I'm going to give you a little hint for where I'm going to go. Can I ask you, is it listed in the song Kokomo? Yeah, it is. No way. Montego. Okay. I nailed it. I got it. You know that you got it. On the way out, let's play something by. Let's play something by. The Poo Sticks. Bye bye. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.